Wanted. Someone to go back in time and cover games news with us. You'll get paid in exposure after we get back. We have never done this before. Journalism not guaranteed. Well, I think that was good. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Tectonic, Tectonic Improv. Welcome to Journalism Not Guaranteed, the weekly gaming news podcast where we cover future, past, and present, not future. Uh, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, uh, Mel Toxicity. Hey, I play PS2. Yes, of Reps to Gog fame and Tabby Nickel. I own both their domains. She owns us. So we've never done this before, uh, as I said in the intro, but uh, the whole conceit of this of this uh, show says a gaming news podcast. Don't leave yet. Gaming news podcast where we cover not only the current events, but also uh, news from the past during this week. So, for example, we could we'll, we'll take a date from from uh from this week back in like 2005 or maybe even 2011 or even further back possibly uh one problem is that it gets uh, the further back you go the harder it gets to find news down to the week but uh i I think as uh as this show goes on we'll get a little we'll get better at uh at covering uh past events like uh like from the 90s and even maybe the 80s but um yeah so uh do you, who 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 wants to who wants to start start us off we wanted to talk about the state of play right yeah yeah the state of play the the sony state of play this technically yeah this is technically beyond our purview we we we're doing it a little bit like beyond a week just because we wanted to cover it and also it's the pilot episode so who cares but uh yeah this it was on the 25th. This would have been a week if this was recording day cuz we were cuz we were going to record tomorrow but we changed it to today. So it fits right in True. actually. True. Yeah, but it was Thursday, right? So if we recorded to ah fuck it whatever. Should just, just let's let's rattle the shit off. Yeah, so the state of play uh it was on the 25th of February uh, 2021. Um, and it was actually very short. Was there anything of interest that you guys saw on the state of play? I know the Five Nights at Freddy's security breach state, or the security breach was, uh, was very interesting to me. Uh, y- yeah. I mean, the Five Nights at Freddy thing, I was, I was, I was kind of surprised. I mean, not surprised with how much of a billing that this has gotten in previous state of plays and like at the PS5 reveal that they had, they showed this game off. That was it that is a the, like. Was that the reveal or was it the September event? That was that uh, one of those two. It was revealed a while ago, and then that the, the the gameplay on this is more than just you sitting at a desk and being able to look left and right. Hey, those games are very good. I hear from from Markiplier five year olds. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Um no, so I uh, I I enjoy Five Nights at Freddy's. Like I played it when they were out. They're they're fun. I'm probably going to try this to get some use out of my PS5. Are you the only one who has a PS5 here? Uh yeah, I'm the only one. Yeah, I'll be getting one eventually, but I I you know, we're we're in PS5 purgatory right now where nobody can have them. Except people who pre-ordered them. I didn't even pre-order. I, I got mine. Well, I, technically, I got in the initial pre-order window, but that was basically day one sales. Like it was impossible to to get. But I traded all my luck for the next five years for it. Apparently, I um. What was it? They were there was like a 
a listing at like Walmart or something today for PS5s. And I was like, uh, hmm, oh, no, all right, well, let's try it, let's try it. And they made me, they made me do, like, just, like, the never-ending CAPTCHA, like, staircase. They kept making me <laughs> yeah. do CAPTCHAs. And I was like, when does this fucking end? I got to, like, the sixth CAPTCHA, and I was, and it was, like, ten after three, and they went up at three, and I was like, do I really need a PS5 right now? Probably not. And then I just went back to work. You, you did just buy a TV. I did just buy a TV. Very nice TV. The 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 trick, uh, and this is for all the viewers out there as well. If you want to buy a PS Five, uh, Walmart is the easiest to go through. And is it what you have to do, it, it's the it's the easiest to go through because what you can do on Walmart that you can't do with other websites or that they like boot it out of the cart for a while. You can keep it in um, uh, saved for later, even while it's out of stock. So that when it becomes in stock, you it's already in your cart. Damn, that's a mogul move. Yeah, I didn't do that. I just, I just, I, I just saw uh, uh, Wario sixty four tweet out like available at Walmart. I decided, eh, let's see if I can get one. And here we are now. Also, the uh, Knockout City got like a beta announcement. I really haven't been following Knockout City at all. Uh, I know it was announced on a Nintendo Direct, but it looks cool to me. Really? So, was for, forgive me if I'm mistaken, but Knockout City is the one on the Nintendo Nintendo Direct that had like the weird princess. Like, yes, yes, it yes, is. Yes, the princess, the pixely princess girl that everyone liked. Uh, I, after, like, watching some, like, gameplay of the game, not beside, like, really good art, and just being like, yeah, I like Battle Royales. I like this con conceptually. I, I definitely will give it a try. I haven't touched the beta, because I don't know, but uh, it, it's, you know, it's going to be cross-play, so that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hadn't, um, I actually hadn't heard of this game before the Direct. I like missed whatever Nintendo or I direct this state of play. I missed whatever Nintendo Direct had it or even that princess art. This one literally from like two weeks ago. Yeah, it was it was very recent. The direct that everyone said was bad. I I here's I watched that direct direct and I forgot everything about it. It was mostly anime. That's why people said it was bad. True. It was kinda bad though. Let's not kid ourselves. Knockout City that looks fun. I I will try it whenever it's available. I will never play this game. But it's on Nintendo Switch tech. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about Nintendo Switch in a bit. <laughs> um also Deathloop trailer. Oh yeah, Deathloop. Uh yeah, that's a uh, arcane, Interesting right? looking. Yeah, yeah, arcane. Very excited for Deathloop. It's I've been following this since they announced it. Yeah, this is at the Bethesda Z3 like two years ago right is when they first started showing it off it's been at like every sony show too yeah cause it has sony exclusivity yeah for who knows how long yeah it it feels like feels like dishonored yeah you know? in well, in like gameplay but like it like looks interesting is it a roguelike that's what I heard. I was I was reading up some stuff about Deathloop today, and apparently some, they described it as a roguelike or roguelike. Yeah, it's or a roguelike, and they have specifically mentioned like later on that they're not doing any multiplayer support. They're going to strictly focus on single player. Hmm. That's which good. sucks because I after oh. looking at Deathloop, I'm like, this would be like really cool as like a co op like like game. Did um did Prey have co op stuff? No. 
No, no. I don't think so. Well, no, no. Prey had a Prey did have a multiplayer mode. It didn't it have like a prop hunt mode on it. Oh yeah, it did. It got added in later though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was there during launch because uh, that's when I bought Prey. No, definitely wasn't. I was like one of the five people that paid full price for Prey. I paid ten dollars for it. I paid sixty. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> hey it was cool for the two three days i played it don't don't make me tap the don't make me tap the monkey island sign <laughs> what is the, the the inflation rate for that thing it's like 40 bucks for a computer game now right yeah yeah okay. yeah definitely that, yeah, 40 bucks. yeah so you know still still an l that's it's okay oh on 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 that uh, just a quick side tangent not related to this. Uh, Take Two put out a tweet earlier today uh, linking to an article with an interview with one of their like CEO execs, whatever, that was like, we think that the consumer is ready to pay $70 for a video game. Uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Everyone watch Gus, uh, Gus Talksword's video on uh, $70 games. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, it's it's very good video. Great vid. I just watched it again the other day. Yeah, I don't want to get like too stuck on the state of play. So, uh, yeah, the, the f- rapid fire. Give me your like three word thoughts. Final Fantasy VII remake integrate. I'm glad I waited to play that game. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Yuffie DLC, but yeah, five, seven dollars to buy Yuffie. Where just that that picture, the picture of you. That's not three words. God damn it! Is it the picture of the Yuffie with the face app smile? Yuffie is cute. <laughs> Yuffie is cute. All right. Uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yep. Girl, girl with bow. Very cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, Returnal. I don't remember this game. Uh, oh, uh, th- that's the other AAA roguelike. Yes. Uh, it's made by Housemark. They did um, Next Machina. Looks very cool. Am I confusing Returnal with... Uh, like Deathloop in Returnal is the the roguelike and Deathloop yes, is just like a you are. dishonored esque shooter. Because De- Deathloop is a, is like a I was I I because I, I haven't looked at anything because I'm trying to go into Deathloop as blind as like possible. Yeah, because uh, I was like, isn't Deathloop like a isn't Deathloop like a linear action game? I I could have sworn I saw something about roguelike elements. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Anyway, whatever I said about Deathloop, I actually meant about Returnal. I would like co-op, but it's not going to have it. Uh, all right. Uh, what else? Uh, Oddworld, Oddworld Soulstorm. I literally don't does, care. Does anyone um, care? Does anyone care? Tell tell me, Oddworld fans. I care that it's um, they're, they're like <laughs> remaking the Oddworld games when they had well, they had like a what seven six game plan for the series, and they're just they're like at the same spot they were back in 2000 because this is a remake of exodus i'm pretty sure hey noel can you believe we're talking to the world's only Oddworld fan right now i'm literally not <laughs> even an Oddworld fan I- i've never played an Oddworld game in my life uh, but i've i've watched the matthew matosis videos on Oddworld, so that's how Which, i know this i've literally never heard of it before like i've heard of it, i've never heard anyone talk about playing it okay great crash Cr- crash bandicoot 4 uh the girl is cute it's Crash Bandicoot 4, but on PS5, there's nothing to show. Why was it here? Why was it like, it, it like started the show off too, which is like kind of weird because they already, we already knew this. They already talked about this. It was like when, remember in the Sony show back in June where they were just like GTA 5, 
is coming to the PS5. And we're like, oh, God, no. <laughs> that show had the big dick energy because they rev- they opened with GTA 5 and then immediately went into Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that was just very worrying that that's how they started the show. It's like, oh, the fuck. La- what, what the last two things, um, Hyperlight Drift or uh, Solar Ash, is that the game? Yeah, from Heart Machine. Yeah. Um, yes. Reduce the hit stun on that game. Nolan and I were watching, and I remember talking about that. The hit stun is way too long. Yeah, it looks cool, but like anytime you're hitting something, it feels like it just like fucking demolishes the flow of like gameplay. Uh, I hope they change that. How good was the gameplay in Hyper Light Drifter? I've never played it. Uh, it's very good. It is. It, it is. You know, there's those indie, it's, it, it doesn't fall under this, but I'm going to use this. I'm sorry. You know, those souls like indie games that are like five out of tens. Yes. Yeah. Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah. Oh, like shit. that. That's going to, that's going to upset some people. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's, it's like that, but good. So, all right. All right. Set follow up question. Is this, or is this not made by the Fury devs? This is not made by the Fury devs. Okay, well, I, I, for some reason, I always just assume it is. I guess because the, they kind of look similar. They they have a very similar aesthetic, um, and I think they have a similar name as well. Uh, the last game that doesn't have that hit stop issue is uh, Sifu. Uh, that game's going to be a 10 out of 10. I'm just telling you right now, that game is going to be a 10 out of 10. Observer uh... is a 9 out of 10 game, minus the fact that it died immediately because it's a game that requires a ton of people playing it. I think it's probably. I think it's gonna be like okay, but probably like too short or something. I don't know. Looks kind of neat though. It's definitely gonna be too short. <laughs> it's like they watched the like the Daredevil hallway scene or like let's make that a game. So have either of you played Absolver? Oh, I uh, play I've played video it games. very briefly. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, talk about them online. I've played, uh, yeah, I've played Absolver a little bit. I, I got into it and, and I tried to fight people online and I was like, ha, I'm really bad at this game, but it looks cool. Because I feel like it's a game that a lot of people missed. Um, and this game seems to just be Absolver, but with the things that people criticize the game about. So, uh, yeah, I guess two thumbs up for me and I'll buy it day one. Cool. Um, yeah, for me, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's going to be single player. Uh, that's it. I mean, I, I probably won't even play it until like it goes on sale like way later. Oh, one more thing about about uh, Sifu. As soon as, as as soon as I saw that name, I, I immediately thought of the Sufi from Dane Cook. You know, that is so like esoteric. I don't know. You, do you not know what the Sufi is? No. Oh my god, I can't believe this is such a... I, I expected, like, at first I expected Tabby to say, like, Tech, fuck you, and Null to, like, laugh hysterically that I that I was thinking of Dane Cook. But apparently none of you have watched Dane Cook. <laughs> Te- tech, let me let me just make something clear. Uh, fuck you, Dane Cook. Uh, lol. Uh, second off, uh, I... I haven't watched Dane Cook since I was, like, a baby. <laughs> I can't believe this. I couldn't name you one Dave Dane Cook joke right now. Uh, the movie Dune is in my chocolatey drink. All right, fuck it, whatever. Is there anything else in the state of play? <laughs> no, that's it. We're done with it. Uh, awesome. Great. Uh, the 4 out of 10, the absolute state of play. Anyway. Uh... The absolute state of play. Uh, 
other than that, I mean, it's kind of it's a lot of stuff going on this week. I feel maybe not a lot, but you know, some interesting it's quite stuff. Quite a bit. I think there's some pretty cool hitters this week. Do you want to talk about the other Sony news? Other Sony news. Uh, what? Oh, them moving away from movies and TV shows. Yeah, the the way you listed it in your um in your notes made it seem made it seem like. They were like, "Oh yeah, we're not going to make movies and TV shows anymore." But what what it really is is that they're just <laughs> no. they're just not going to sell them on their store anymore. Yeah, no, they're they're done selling like movies and TV shows for like purchase and rental. I guess. Um, yeah, the the story is way more tame than than my uh, than my notes let it let it seem. How sensational! Uh, also, tech. How how could you how could you let the viewer know that we have notes? Come on, what what is this? You're right. Uh, cut that out. that out. Yeah. We get this all from the top of our heads because we're epic gamers and uh, we just know this stuff. Because it's 2021, year of the gamer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I kind of want to just like jump right into uh, the the Elden Ring Ooh, stuff. The, okay. The game that has been in pre-release purgatory for a very long time, and people are very I hungry for says news that. on it's it. It's been like, got one, two years. It got announced in 2019. Yeah, yeah, I know. Armored Core fans eat your heart out, but like, yeah, it's like it's like fucking guys, be patient. People are clamoring. That's all I'm saying. There was a fucking pandemic last year. I don't know. I don't know. I it, it, so everyone's like, oh my god, where's the Elden Ring news? It's like, well, first of all, they're working with George R. R. Martin. You gotta get used to waiting. Second off, <laughs> it's not even been that long. Metroid Prime Four fans have literally been waiting four years for that game. Yeah, no, for sure. So pretty much, uh, Elden Ring, like, <laughs> it all started with a with a games journalist. Jeff Grubb. Uh, what Jeff? Jeff Grubb, right? Yep. Yeah, the G man, the G man himself. He said he was gonna the, the Elden Ring news would would appear by the end of March, and I think he heavily implied that it'd be at the Xbox show. Yeah, people. So people immediately like lost their shit, and they're like, "Wow, it's gonna be at the Microsoft show? That's crazy, dude!" And <laughs> Can't wait to buy it on my PS Five. I do not remember the name of the Xbox guy. Uh, does anyone know his name? The guy that that refuted that claim? Uh, yeah, I, I, da, 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 where is it hiding? Aaron Greenberg. Thank you, Aaron Greenberg. Yeah, so so Aaron Green. <laughs> I almost said Andy Bogard because I was like reading your stuff. Aaron Greenberg <laughs> basically was like, "Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Don't expect that, please." We don't have anything to show. Actually, please keep your expectations in check. <laughs> there is nothing. There won't be nothing. Yeah, and then a little bit later, um, Jason Schreier confirms that there are like a bunch of like clips going around in like journalist circles. And then it gets like actually leaked, and yes. uh, we pretty much see like a like a hand cam version of <laughs> like a uh, a trailer for the game. Um, how's the trailer? I I have watched it. I did not watch the trailer. So I only I I I didn't I saw that there was a full trailer, but I didn't watch that because there's apparently like. There was two versions of the trailer going around. There was the really shitty, like, like Nokia phone quality trailer that was going around. Insane that we're in current year, and and leakers still, still cannot have good video quality. 
The thing is, is if the video quality is too good, nobody will believe them. True. But uh, there was a second one that had higher quality video and it was the full like minute long trailer. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch that, but I saw some screen grabs from it. I heard it's like Dark Souls with horses. Yeah, I, I watched I watched a little bit of it. It looks cool. A lot of people are calling it The Witcher because there's a horse. <laughs> because they have gamer brain and they see something and they have to immediately relate it to another game. I also saw a lot of people being like, man, this looks like shit. And it's like you're looking at a <laughs> like, fucking leak dude. from somebody's like Sony Ericsson flip phone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I do see the, the argument of people going, I wanted this to be something different. Yeah, I can and see I that. Think that. I think that's where some people are saying, wow, this looks like shit. Because in the sense of, wow, I didn't want another Souls game. They wanted something like Sekiro, where it's the same like energy, but is a different game as a whole. It is kind of a shame that that from software is uh, ever since like demon souls they or i guess dark souls really uh, they've been sort of like pigeonholed into making i i say that as if like they're being forced to make these games obviously they want if if they didn't want to make them they wouldn't make them but uh, uh I, I i don't know i i can i can uh empathize with people who want like uh something else from from software not even just like armored core but you know like uh, where's cookie and cream too where is <laughs> where is Echo Knight Beyond too? Where is uh, where is did they actually make 3D Doc Game Heroes or did they just publish it? No Couldn't idea. Tell you. Does anybody actually care about Cookie and Cream? No, it's just funny to say. It's just funny to say that the Dark Souls guys made Cookie and Cream. I've actually never played it. Okay. Um. Where Where is Evergrace Three? Where is Eternal Ring Two? <laughs> Where, where's Kingsfield? <laughs> what are you talking about, Nell? Elden Ring is coming out. It's going to actually be an Eternal I Ring really, sequel. I really hope that there is some connection to Eternal Ring because that would be really funny. However, talking about the uh, trailer itself, because I did watch it, it looks cool. Uh, it looks like the like world design or like the level design is a lot more open than previous Soul series, which is interesting to me. Um. Also, you, you you get to fight a dragon. That's pretty cool. That looks cool. I know Demon Souls did it first, but like Souls Souls games have been very very good at uh at dragon fights. So um this 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 should be good. I saw them like being on a horse and like side slashing with their sword, which doesn't look very fun. But I get it. You know, if you you put a swordsman on a horse, you want to have him slash. I'm I'm. I'm excited for to like see this like trailer in its like full like glory so I can like actually you know whenever they decide to, to show it that'll be good yeah I remember I remember when Twilight Princess came out and like one of the big features of that game was when you're riding on a pona you can take out your sword and attack and everyone was <laughs> like oh my god yes including me because it was raw as fuck Q 15 years later and everyone has stopped caring about that that being said a horseback archery is like the coolest thing on earth horseback archery is right that's all it's fine you know little, little little fucking archers do their on horses i don't know um yeah. what, what, other, what news do you got tabby oh all right let's uh, bring it over to tabby with the news uh t- 
do we want to hit esoteric fighting game news first? I can sort of just dump through all that really quick. Yeah, yeah dump just through rapid that. fire. No just pa, pa, pa. Uh, so uh, first thing that happened, KOF 15 was confirmed by the uh, developer that they are working on rollback netcode for the launch of that game after being owned by it on Twitter for a week by uh, dodging the question at a uh, event they were at. Rollback, um, good. It's good that they're doing that at least. Yes, and it was a big worry because that game games are dead on arrival if they don't have rollback netcode now, which is a unfortunate truth, unless they're Street Fighter. I think that's the only game that can go without rollback, but that still technically has rollback. Oh yeah, isn't there's don't they have like their own? Don't they have like we have rollback at okay, home? Okay, so so it rollback uses it, it uses in-house rollback, but basically there's a main the main issue which was solved by uh, shit person Mike Zed who uh, essentially there's an issue of clock desync that happens and it always happens in every single game, but it happens on a micro level. So it's not too bad, but there's times where it can be off by two to three seconds, especially playing coast to coast. And that's where it's the issue. Um, MVCI has a fixed version of that netcode, but that game died due to a lot of other reasons, but that's <laughs> whatever. Cause it looked like shit. Oh, Street Fighter looks Street Fighter Five looks like shit too, and that game's fine. So. Uh, yeah, but Ono's not in the company anymore, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fine. Um, Do people hate that guy? Oh no, uh, people don't like him as a game dev, but they love him as a person. Well, shit. Yeah, it's like a ah, that sucks. But then, as soon as the new guys were brought in, they started being super transparent and started doing things people have been asking for for five years. So it's like, oh wait, hold on. Oh no! Was the issue with all of this, and he may be the reason why we haven't gotten a CVS game since 2002. Um, Guilty Gear Double X Accent Core Plus R uh, had a new update uh, with uh, some updates to their their use of GGPO rollback netcode, but more importantly, the replay system has a wonderful function in it that you can go back in a replay and you can take control from any moment. So. If And that's now something that needs to be in every fighting game in the future. That's not a, oh, this is really cool. That should be bare minimum. I think that was in this, uh, this like, hack for Melee called, like, 20XX Training or, or like, a Legacy Edition or something. Tournament Edition, I think is what it was called. It was made by Dan Salvato, the Doki Doki Literature Club guy. But uh, you could, like, look at replays and then, like, push a Wait, button really? command and then go back into the match. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. No, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know Dan Salvato did did was tw- the twenty XX guy. Neat. All right. He he did the uh, memory card, not the original hack pack. That was some other guy whose name gotcha. is uh, or, uh, escaping me right now. But yeah, no, he he did. Doki not Doki Uncle Literature Punch, Club. is it? No, Uncle Punch was later. Oh, okay. So to continue, uh, Andy Bogard was revealed for KOF fifteen. This is the most drip he's ever had in a game, and that's saying a lot. That's awesome. Good for him. And it's the best. It, it's if you like King of Fighters, or if you don't, go watch the trailer. I think it's really good. Uh, I'm very excited for King of Fighters 15. All 20 seconds of it. Uh, it no, it's a, that's actually a good one. It's like 40. Um, oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, Guilty Gear Strive was delayed until June 11th, and they stated reasons because we made the bad game. Uh, their lobby system was horrible. Um, if you've seen my Twitter, you know my opinions on it. Uh, it is a shit show and a half but they're apparently doing something to fix it. Hopefully that's revert every change they've made for the past year, but we'll find out. I choose to believe that it's getting delayed due to Potemkin mains. Good. <laughs> Christ. Uh, and then I'll save the other, the last fighting game news for when I talk about uh, a thing later. I think. Oh, uh, 
Annie I dropped was about the to day say. for Skullgirls. How's Annie? Uh, they found round start TODs with her uh, within 15 minutes of her coming out. Wonderful. For those who don't know, a touch of death is a combo that uh, leads to a 100-0 death. Isn't the whole point of Skullgirls, aren't there like a shit ton of infinites in that game? Yeah. Uh, not gonna get into it. <laughs> did, did I just fucking... Did, did, I, did, I, did I just say a no-no? It's a game with a lot of resets, not a lot of infinites. Let's put it like that. Oh that's god, whatever. It. Is it, you said that's that's all the fighting game news for now? That's everything except for the New Game Plus Expo, which we'll talk about later. Oh man, I'm noticing that like a lot of our stories kind of like intertwine or are like pretty big stories. But uh, <laughs> alright, I'll um, alright, I'll, I'll do this one. This one's actually surprisingly quick. This the you wouldn't think so, but it is. Uh, E3's canceled. They they were gonna do some sort of a online like like digital event, and then uh. They decided to cancel it like two weeks later. Uh, I assume it's because it had to do with like some sort of cost uh, required for like presenting at the digital E3 showcase that yeah. probably steered people away. But I, I mean, I assume that the regular E3 show also had that cost associated with it. But maybe just the fact that it was a live person event made it more uh, appealing. I don't know. The point is, it's dead again. It sucks. Sucks really bad because last year was terrible for game news. It was like every week was like some, some fucking some some dipshit who thinks that they <laughs> thinks that they can make their own event and it's like two hours and it's boring and it's lame and nothing comes out. Uh, it sucks, but whatever. What what I'll say is. If E3 never happens again, which I would like it to, I like E3. I'm a minority in that. <laughs> uh, <whatever>. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, if we're going to do the everybody does their own show thing, can we please just put it all on the same week or the same two weeks? I understand games. I, I understand Gamescom happens at the end of the year or end of summer and like. PAX East is sort of the beginning of it is the weird thing or like some other there's some other event that's like a beginning of the year thing um I would ra- I would rather the summer stuff the summer of games I would ra- the, 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 I want the summer of games to never return again I just want it to be a <laughs> single like give it a two week period you know let people choose when they want to have it you know what I actually just realized I don't think we're ever going to get a Bethesda E3 show ever again no, probably, we need those. Not. I need to cringe. I just They're like so Todd much Howard. Fun. Yeah, also, it, it's so fun. It, Todd Howard sucks, but he's also so fun to just like, you, you see him and, and somehow he just makes your day better. I don't know how, he, he just does. And then you walk home and you find a copy of Skyrim in your pocket. He's, it's really he's weird. Got, he, I've never bought Skyrim. I, I just need that, need that off my chest. I've never bought it. I've bought Skyrim like three times. He's he's got that like used Carmen charisma to him. Where like you know, uh, you can't stay mad at him. Four times, I've bought Skyrim four times. Um, I I I miss like like E three being like the big thing. You know, it's like ah oh, guys, let's watch E three. You know, it's the big thing. We're gonna see all the big things. Uh, and I like that. I I enjoy like looking forward to that. But also, you know. It's okay to have a bunch of smaller things. Um, most of them will suck. 
Yeah, the last couple ones were lame because Sony wasn't there, but uh, but still, yeah, no, this sucks. Um, all right, here's another smaller news. Uh, Mediatonic, the developers of Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, uh, have been bought by Epic Games. Epic Mega Games. Yeah. Okay, so I, I actually have the perfect business strategy for this, okay? Okay. Gotcha. Apple Incorporated, you need to purchase Among Us. Oh, shit. I almost threw up. That's a good idea. <laughs> that way, that way, Apple, that way, Apple can win the culture war versus Fortnite. That, and they can make it a, um, an iOS store exclusive somehow. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. Uh, yeah, there's really not much to say. It seems from the, uh, it seems from like the announcement that, I mean, it's still going to be on Steam and everything. I don't think anything's really going to change. Yeah, they're still going to bring Fall Guys to Nintendo Switch and Xbox. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's nice that, you know, it kind of sucks because, you know, Epic Games, Lamal, but uh, also uh, these guys made a pretty, like, hot game. And now they'll, they'll be fine. How long will it be on Steam? Because when, when they bought Rocket League... Oh, that's true. Those yeah, guys, they said it was going to be on Steam, and then within six months they took it off. That's yeah. true. That's true. So, if you want to buy the game and you hate Epic, you have a limited amount of time. I assume. I assume it probably won't be on sale either for a bit. Though I think everybody who wants to buy Fall Guys has either bought it or is waiting for the Switch version. Speaking of. Uh, hilarious acquisitions. Uh, Torchlight Devs Extra Games have been bought by Zynga. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was um, like, I was like, what? I, I forgot <laughs> who bought them. I was like, who cares about the Torchlight Devs? Within the same four-week period of them shutting down Farmville, they bought to the Torchlight Devs and announced some Star Wars game. Um. So so apparently like their reasoning for buying Ektra was they wanted to uh use Ektra to uh take some of their mobile games that they're apparently doing well on. This is news to me, but you know Did they make that mafia um, game? I really hope not. <laughs> but they want to take some of those games and kind of transition them into like more uh traditional games. Real like games. PC, you know, that kind of thing. Um However, this means that like development on the Torchlight series is completely up in the air because like there there there's been no mention of whether or not they'll get to continue making Torchlight, which I like Torchlight too. Uh, Torchlight three, uh, it has problems. Uh, yeah. it's I heard right. Torchlight three was not that good. It's it's all it's serviceable, but like okay. it needed to be better than serviceable in my eyes. Uh, but. This means that we may never see another Torchlight game again, which kind of sucks because I'd like to see them give, give it another go. So, because uh, I, I, I didn't know, uh, would you like to hear some of the games that Zynga makes that are probably their most profitable? Oh, please I tell me. I only know um, Farmville. Well, the, these are their games according to their website. This is everything they have, and it looks to be all mobile games. They've got... Um, uh, Black Diamond Casino. Awesome. Uh, they have uh, Chess with Friends. 
These are all Facebook games, but on an app. I can guarantee that's where this is going. Empires and Puzzles RPG Quest. These don't sound like these sound like fake names. Just <laughs> Game, of names. Thro- Game of Thrones Slots Casino. I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter Puzzles and Spells. Ooh, all right, all right, I'm gonna have to stop you right here because. Because you said you said the magic word. Now you have to talk about. Now you have to talk about Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah, I was angry about this earlier today. I can talk about it. Conjure that anger, Debbie. Do you want you want me to dive into it? It's your news. Yeah, it's, Is it my it's news? on your sheet. Oh, I was looking. At, I was looking at something else. All what right. What does Expecto Patronum do? Uh, Expecto Patronum. I don't fucking know. Isn't I don't it? like Harry Potter. It changes your gender. Is what it does. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> I need a moment. All right, so um, for those of you who don't know what's going on with Hogwarts Legacy, this was a game that was leaked like a year and a half ago, and then it was like kind of half revealed a couple months ago, and then fully revealed a couple weeks later. Uh, Essentially, it's like an open world Harry Potter game set a bajillion years before Harry Potter, so the school doesn't have all the... The, the the weird shit in it. Hopefully the wizards still teleport their poop. Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's before that. It's after that revelation. <laughs> that. Um, so, uh, and I'm pretty sure everyone is aware by now, uh, J.K. Rowling is a TERF. Uh, for those True. who don't know what that is, she's a transphobe. She is uh, against, the, uh, against the transgender uh, community in a lot of different ways. Um, and so because of this, a lot of people would like, that's pretty fucked up. I'm not going to buy this game. Uh, and I'll get to that in a second. I but just think it's fucked up that they're making a Harry Potter game. That's why I wasn't going to buy it. I, I think it's also pretty fucked up that they're making a Harry Potter game. But uh, they said that this game, uh, or Jason Schreier reported that, uh, who said this? I don't know who said it through there. I'm assuming it's WB that said it. Is that um? Is it WB? Warner Bros. Yeah. Whoever the whoever the dev is for it said that this game is going to be trans inclusive, and that uh, body, voice, and gender are all separated from the the player character itself, which I think is like okay. Oh, that's a good, Let's go. That's a good way to go. But why did they have to talk about this? Because one of their lead developers <laughs> has a history. Of being an avid uh, uh, Gamergate supporter. He has like a two-bit Sargon of Akkad YouTube channel. It's basically the way. Now, uh, I've pulled up his YouTube channel because I didn't actually know. And I wanted to look into this. And oh boy. Oh boy. Not alone. The the, the Gamergate shit is, 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 is bad. I can't believe we were only the first episode, and we got a Gamergate mention. This is crazy. I know. It's true. It's insane. Maybe we'll make it um, a recurring theme. Hopefully not. <laughs> Please no. Um, and he has he has some videos that I think I haven't watched any of them because I'm not going to give this guy any sort of AdSense money or even worth my fucking time. Um, here's some videos that seem kind of interesting and he seemed to also want to be talking about card games a lot because this guy is a game dev so there's some interesting stuff behind that and then he has a video uh he has a lot of shitty response videos uh about uh feminism and atheism inside the video game sphere so that's always fun 
Just like if you make like response videos, give up. That's it. <laughs> he has a Las Vegas second shooter conspiracy video. I didn't even see that. <laughs> oh, just now. All right, all right, all right, all right. What, 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 what else we got with this thing? Most important. Most importantly, is he is uh, pro the repeal of net neutrality. So you ah. know this guy's a fuckhead. Based. Um. Yeah, that's shitty. Uh, and I heard he, he quit. Quit the studio. Yeah. Yes, he quit the studio. And he's gonna make a YouTube um, video about it. So he's stay gonna tuned. make a YouTube video talking about it, and it's gonna get on a lot of clicks. And then he's gonna be able to go on to Ben Shapiro or the Rubin Report. Um, <laughs> the Rubin Report even still happened. Didn't that guy get like? Yes, it's still it's still around. That dude is still embarrassing. It's em- embarrassing. Now on to on to one thing. I just want to mention. Last thing I want to mention about this. For those of you who are on the fence of you really like Harry Potter, but you also feel bad supporting what J.K. Rowling, uh, supporting J.K. Rowling, because she is getting a cut of this game. Buy it used. She has so, well, no, buy it used, sure, but if you're on PC where you don't have that as an option. I keys from a key website. Bitch, if you're on PC, well, yeah, but even if you if you're morally against it, you want to buy the game through the developer. You want to buy a new copy. The money that you are giving to J.K. Rowling is worth so little to her, comparatively, because I think she has like a thirty million dollar net worth. Yeah, it's it's a drop in the bucket, realistically. Yeah, you are you you the money that that she's going to be getting from this game is not going to change her life. So if you want to buy it, buy it. I, I'm i not going to give you shit for it. I'm going to give you shit because you're a Harry Potter fan. That's a totally <laughs> different reason. Yeah, just uh, be be careful talking about this game on Twitter because you, you'll, you'll get lit the fuck up. I'm, I'm a Slytherin. What, what are you guys? Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm a Hufflepuff. I took the Sorting Hat quiz. <laughs> I I didn't know I I didn't know tests. I was just like seven years old. Saw the name Ravenclaw and went, "That's pretty cool." <laughs> well, that's 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 awesome. We're all from different houses, and none of them are Gryffindor. What do I look like? A prep? True. What I'm saying, uh, very cool. Uh, actually, very not cool. But yeah, no, like literally, it it does not matter. Like, if you want to buy this game, buy it. If you have like qualms with it, like ethically or whatever, uh, there are avenues that you can take to purchase the game without giving money to the devs, <laughs> which sounds shitty, but also it's like you know you have that option. Are these? Is this game being made by the uh, by the Shadow of Mordor devs? Or is it just under the Warner Brothers branch? Like, it's another it, it, studio. It, so, it is being made by Avalanche Software. I think it's being published by WB. Oh, Avalanche Aval- made Just Cause. <laughs> they made the Disney Infinity games. Ooh, <laughs> great! Yikes. I love Disney Infinity. It sucks. Or um, they they were they they do a lot of licensed games. Well, this is technically a licensed game. Not technically, it is. So Forever Entertainment uh, has been, um, for for those who don't know, Forever Entertainment are the the Panzer Dragoon remake guys, and um, there there's some news that has come out that uh, they are going to make several remixes for a Square Enix um, uh, property. Uh, do we have? Okay, what would be the funniest property for them to make a bunch of remakes for? Uh, is it is it like several for one property or just in general they're going to mm. remake several of their games? 
uh, I don't remember the exact wording because it was in like Polish or some shit. Um, hold on. <laughs> yeah, Forever Entertainment's uh, they're, yeah, they're from like Poland or something. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, no, it's just several remakes, but let's pretend they're all from one series for the sake of the bit. But sure, fine, fuck it. Uh, yeah, what do you think, Tavi? Um, I'm trying to think of a Square Enix property that's like worth being remade that isn't already in the plans already. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw it out there for for me. It's the bouncer and then a bouncer sequel. The bouncer two. Ooh. Now that would be interesting. <laughs> Parrot Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve remake. I can honestly kind of see that. There's been a lot of buzz about Parasite Eve for a while. Also, Parasite Eve's like, cool. Or like, like it's not. It's like maybe they're maybe they're doing remakes of Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger. <sighs> oh, like, oh boy. That would, bring in the big, that would bring in the big bucks. That would yeah, be interesting. That would bring in a lot of eyes on them. Can uh, they bring in? Can, can they remake Einhander? Ooh, that that, be... that that actually they might be doing that. That 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 could happen. I mean, that's a that is a it it fits right it's, next it's to Panzer schmuck, Dragoon, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Tech. I've heard that the Panzer Dragoon remake is not good. Can you like tell me if it's good or not? Well. F- First, I wanna I wanna bring up that uh, there, there, this also came with um news that their that their uh their Panzer Dragoon 2's Vi remake is coming up this year apparently. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. As a lot of people don't know that like a few years ago they like Sega announced just like out of the blue in like a text like a text like press release that uh that Forever Entertainment and, and Megapixel Studio is actually the the company that made the Panzer Dragoon remake, I I, I think, or, or or they're like a subsidiary of Forever Entertainment. Regardless, uh, they they announced that they were going to remake Panzer Dragoon one and two. So we've known about we've known that they've been making this vibe remake for a while now, but the fact that's coming out this year is news uh, is new. Uh, as for as for the quality of the Panzer Dragoon remake. Uh, people were very, very harsh on this game when it uh, when it first came out, and uh, I don't know what it was like when it first released because uh, around a few days or so after it released, uh, uh, everyone's favorite uh, physical games studio, Limited Run Games, uh, announced a physical copy release of the Switch port. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just buy this, uh, and. I also, I also tried with my minimal amount of clout to try uh, to to get a, to get a release copy of Panzer or a review copy of Panzer Dragoon remake. Unfortunately, they did not respond. Um, we're gonna and Tech has refused to play the game since until he gets his review copy of Panzer. No, not Dragoon. quite. No, I played it. I played it in preparation for this podcast. I, uh, I finally I ordered the the remake physical copy in fucking march and it came in december now the reason it took so long isn't the normal limited run games taking forever spiel it's actually because uh they wanted the um the 1.4 patch of the game on the cart which is you know fair enough makes sense because that's the patch that adds a uh it adds a lot of improvements to the game like at launch it, it didn't run as well uh there was some 
there was some weird like uh control issues and whatnot uh and a lot of those seem to have been hammered out in the uh in the 1.4 patch now i played all right so i played panzer dragoon remake and i've played the original panzer dragoon i have never <laughs> i have never beaten the original panzer dragoon because that game is fucking hard uh, I've I've been able to get to like the fifth level out of seven or something, and and it gets very overwhelming. Whereas uh, I beat the remake first try, and I think the reason for that uh, is because overall, generally, it's overall easier because it it runs at a higher frame rate. Um, the original Panzer Dragoon is like a twenty FPS game, but the the thing, yeah, it's it's kind of bad, but like. Uh, on the other hand, like the original look for Panzer Dragoon is ve- it's a very pretty ass game, especially for 1995. That that shit is it, it, like the first level with like the the music stings and everything. It it blows you away. It really does, even today. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've I've watched you play it a couple times, whether it be on your channel or like you were streaming or something. I don't, I don't remember. I just. Uh, when I was looking at the news for the remake, uh, the remakes for Squeenix that uh, Forever Entertainment were supposed to do, I saw a lot of like vitriol in the comments. They're like, "Oh, great! They're gonna ruin other IPs too." <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the thing with the remake. the The graphics are not that great. They're they're sometimes they're sometimes pretty good. I'd say I'd, I I I'd, I'd say that sometimes they're they're pretty good like uh the fifth level they the grassy terrain is is like or in like mountaintops and hills and stuff they look re- they actually look pretty good. They don't look amazing. And the fact that it's on the Switch isn't helping things cuz it's not running at a very high resolution. I I I'd, I'd, I'd like to see this on like the PS4 or or on like Steam or something cuz I think it's on those platforms now. But uh but overall the art the art direction is is not all there in the remake it like you can if you just like look at screenshots comparing the first level in the original to the remake you can just see i hate to say i hate to say this because like one one it, it seems like they do they did actually like really try with this remake but also i, I just hate the fucking term but it, it does feel a little soulless uh I do think that the um, that the fact that it's easier to play is probably I don't I don't think it's like sacrilegious or anything, and maybe that's just because I'm not like a diehard Panzer Dragoon fan, because uh, I'm kind of new to the series as a whole. But I think it's I think uh, it's I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good game. I I enjoyed what I played. My issues with it were that the graphics were weren't that good they didn't they didn't manage to recapture the art style they have an option for um for like gyroscopic aiming so i was kind of excited to try that but oh my god the the gyroscope aiming is so bad like it <laughs> like he, I, I know no you're not a fan of of gyroscope aiming and if all gyroscopic aiming was like how it was in the panzer dragoon remake i'd be fucking right there with you but like you <laughs> but you all com- gyroscopic aiming is bad yeah very funny the um like you compare it to something like splatoon or breath of the wild where like it feels pretty smooth a lot of the time and Whereas, like, the Panzer Dragoon remake, it feels like it's on, like, an XY axis. No matter how you, like, move it around, like, it'll... It, it just feels so... It, it it feels stiff as shit. And and I, like, immediately turned it off. I, I, I went back to the original control 
control scheme instead of the um instead of like the twin sticks where like one stick controls the dragon and the second one controls the the aiming it just felt kind of awkward for me to play it like that so i just did the normal way where uh you move the dragon and it moves across there too and it worked all right um besides that the music the music was the music was either unchanged there there's a you can play with the original soundtrack uh and then they have like a recomposed uh versions done by i think the panzer dragoon orta devs or the composer and uh those sounded pretty good i like those um there's this noise that the dragon makes when in the remake when it gets attacked and it sounds like that stock like bird screech that you hear in like a lot of a lot of a lot of shit and that got really annoying um but like uh, i don't know like you get this on a sale it's pretty good i hope that uh i hope that they either get like a get like more time to work on this vi remake because the, the fact that it is coming out this year is kind of worrying because unless they were working on these concurrently uh like a, a little over a year dev cycle is probably not enough for a game like this even though they have some of the assets uh i hear i hear as a game too Panzer dragoon 2's vi is like a lot better than the original so uh yeah um I'm not as harsh. I'm not going to be as harsh on it as other as other people were. Uh, I think it's actually a pretty good game. It could probably maybe get you into the original Panzer Dragoon. Uh, the fact that you can't really get the original Panzer Dragoon anywhere, I think, should probably be taken into consideration. I don't think you can get this on, uh, on like any like Steam or anything or the 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 original that is. I think the only. The, the most recent way you could have played the original Panzer Dragoon is if uh, as if you had Orta on the Xbox and that was like a um, if you beat Orta you got you unlock the original Panzer Dragoon in like an emulator. Remember when games used to do that? Just give you games for free. Yeah, it was sick. All right, so Panzer Dragoon's Vi is has got the journalism not guaranteed uh, seal of approval. Yeah. Uh, the uh, oh one more thing. Sorry, one more thing about. About the Forever Entertainment. I know I just talked for like 10 minutes, but um, they're also remaking House of the Dead 1 and 2. And, oh, wait, that's really? Cool. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yes. Yeah, no, that's that super cool. my interest. I like, I like their, I like the niche they're like trying to go for with like finding these 90s IPs that have been like long forgotten and just running I've with never, them. I've would, never forgotten about you, House of the Dead. I think about you every day. The only House of the Dead I've ever played is uh, Overkill on the Wii, and uh, I fucking love that game. It's so good. Uh, yeah, well, because that's just the arcade game, which is just, like, very good. It's also funny. Yeah. Uh, wh- one thing that I do want to say about the Panzer Dragoon remake is I did play half of the first level uh, on Amazon Luna. Oh, yeah, it's on, it's on like, Stadia and shit, too. I forgot I, about that. I, I played it on Amazon's Game Cloud Streaming Service. And as somebody who owns a Stadia Collector's Edition or Ultimate Founder's Edition, whatever the fuck it's called, that I got for free, Amazon Luna's not that bad. I'd like to make it abundantly clear that I do not support anything Tabby has just said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be 100% honest. I played that first half of the level on, on a weak Wi-Fi signal on a not strong inter- like not high speed internet connection and it felt like playable 
yeah. versus Stadia, which just doesn't work when I'm hardwired into a 10 gig connection. I'd like it to be known that I am denouncing Tabby right now. Sorry, go ahead, Tech. I like I like this remake. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna say I liked it. Remake, great. Uh, Tabby, uh, you've you've got a lot of stuff on your news that I feel like you haven't talked about. So let's let's try to get through some of this. Uh, do you want to do the dumb shit or the long shit? Dumb shit. Uh, the dumb shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll start from the top. Toho 18 announced. I haven't played like eight of those Toho games, but they're all really good. Uh, yeah. Um, Toho is sick. Uh, Tulip and Rule of Rose might be getting put into modern systems because Onion Games put out a survey saying like, hey, um, Moon did really well. Do you guys want to play our other games? So here's the thing. And I'm like, yes, yes, I do. I would love to play your other games. I did not know that all three of these games were made by the same devs. I just assumed that they were all one-off like studios. I don't know who I thought made rule of Rose, but, uh, if that game gets ported at all, I think Tulip seems like a cool game, but I think rule of Rose is really the one that like that, that needs to get ported. Cause that, yeah, yeah. not, not necessarily because the game is good. Cause I've heard kind of mixed things about it, but like, or just because that game is so fucking expensive on like secondary markets. Okay, so do we? I want to. I want to take bets here. Do we think if these games get ported, do we think the prices of the physical games goes up or it goes down? Uh, um, physical physical cost stays exactly the same. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think no, it'll stay nobody the same. who is a game collector uh, after the year two thousand and eight, because I need to make that specific caveat is selling their physical games to buy the digital versions of them. That did happen with the Wii Shop. When those came out, but doesn't really happen so, anymore. Here's here's my my bet. My bet is that they're going to go up in price because demand for the physical versions of them is going to go up. For pe- people who haven't been able to play the games, that will play it and like it, and then be like, oh, "I'd like to have this. Uh, let's purchase one, one tulip, please, and it'll go up." Did tulip even come out in America? It was like a Japanese only game, right? Or like uh, Europe I thought it was only. Pal. Yeah, yeah, one, of those, I think one of those weird PAL games, like Doshin the Giant. I know, because Thor High Heels played it, and he's he's a PAL guy. He's a PAL, you could say. Anyway, that's that's my bet. Oh, uh, no, it did come out in America. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, it, uh, as, a, it, as a GameStop exclusive in 2007. So it's kind of like... Kind of like... Oh, my God, what the fuck is it? Xenoblade? It was like Xenoblade, and apparently it's on... You can get it on the PlayStation Network. I mean that also makes sense because John Tron also played that game and he's in America, so he did. Uh, could have gotten a pal. Yeah, copy. they did. They, there was Game Grumps like Tulip. It's like oh, what, no what got that game like on yeah. the. All right. Uh, next, ne- next, next point. Um, Mistwalker Studios' really cool-looking new game actually got more information put out onto it. Uh, it's called Fantasian. Uh, the really cool aesthetic that they're doing is um. Early PS1 fixed RP, uh, fixed camera RPGs, you know, all of them, um, where, but instead of the set pieces being CGI or pixel art or however the game chose to do it, uh, they made actual dioramas. They had like 15 different uh, like di- like modelers make dioramas and they use that for all the different rooms and stuff. And they just took it at different camera angles. It looks really cool. This game looks fucking awesome. 
too bad it's only on Apple Arcade. For you know, I'm, it, it'll come out on our stuff. Uh, yeah. How, one thing. How long I, did Shant- Shantae take? Like six months. Oh yeah, there you go. Uh, one thing I will say is that I watched the story trailer for this game. I didn't watch the um the 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 gameplay trailer. Uh, <laughs> that I know nothing about that story. Uh, even after watching that trailer, because it's just a bunch of cutscenes out of context that I don't understand. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. The I, I suppose. But if you're gonna call if you're gonna call it a story trailer, I. I would assume I would walk out of it vaguely understanding what the story is. I don't know. No, I'm. You don't need that. Oh, true. Um, speaking of things that are vaguely related to Final Fantasy, talk about your Final Fantasy stuff that you have, Tabby. I have Final Fantasy stuff. Oh, this the 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 battle royale thing and the. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, in addition to the PlayStation uh, uh, d- direct uh, state of play, there we go. That they did. Uh, where they revealed FF7 R uh, Tifa edition, they uh, announced two mobile games. Uh, one of which is a full remake of Final Fantasy VII Remastered, apparently, including stuff that we haven't gotten to, and as well as game version remake, a game version remake of Advent Children. Is it gonna have like Dirge of Cerberus and stuff in it too? Yes, it has everything Final Fantasy VII in it. Oh, so Final Fantasy VII. Yes, it's all Final Fantasy VII. All, all, all in the comfort of your smartphone, which is fine. Like, if as long as it has controller support, I think it'll be fine. Um, thing that's not as fine: the Final Fantasy uh, Soldier Battle Royale. I don't see any problems with this. It is a mobile third-person shooter battle royale game. Why does this exist? I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it as well. But like, why you, does it exist? Because you two are gonna fucking play it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play it for one day. I'm gonna go. Wow, this is bad, and uninstall it like I did every other mobile battle royale game. I have faith. I played PUBG on mobile. It was pretty cool. You are insane. Is, is there recorded footage of that? Yes, of PUBG mobile. Yeah, or? Uh, null plays. Uh, no, of of null playing. <laughs> oh, of it. No, uh, I'm pretty sure no there is. Of it. Yeah, that was a yeah, null plays on it. I think it's like very like esoteric. Uh, like video of me I didn't even release this video it's just a video of me playing PUBG mobile with uh, one of my internet friends in real life yes um, alright I'm going to cover the last couple of small things um, Ratchet and Clank PS4 reboot is free to keep on the end of March if you have a Playstation 4 uh, I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game before except for the one where it's like Pirate's Cove or whatever and I was fun um, those games are, uh, from what I've heard, all right, but it's free, so here you go. Jack and Daxter is better. I don't have a horse in this. I've never, the only Jack and Daxter game I've played is Daxter on the PSP. Um, do play Jack 3. <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, uh, no, my PS3 can't play Jack 3, so it's fine. <laughs> um, Subverse had a trailer. Oh, uh, do you, either of you know what Subverse is? I do. No. I do know what Subverse is. Of course you do, Tech. I have no so idea. So Subverse uh, is a uh, new 3D porn game made by... Uh, you, you're supposed to bury the lead. No. I, I, uh, for, from from Astound Developers Studio Foul comes Subverse, the strategy erotic role playing game. <laughs> that's also that's also a shmup. From, from the creators of... of Lara Croft gets fucked by a horse. Come suffers. 
I think I think it's Laura Croft. There might be someone else. I don't remember. I know there's one that's like that. Journalism, not guaranteed. <laughs> hey, hey, if you're over 18 years old, go look at Studio FOW. If you're not, what are you doing? Get out. What are you doing? Get out of here. What are you listening to? Go. Studio FOW Studio is lame. I don't like them. They're so they're fine. Okay? There's so they're many. Fine. There's so many of like uh, SFM porn creators or whatever that you could you could jerk off to instead. Like what Elizabeth? We're not, we're not wow. going into this. We're not going wow, into that. Guys, we're not going awesome, into that. We're dude. not going into this. <laughs> um, whatever. It looks kind of neat. Uh, I'm probably gonna try it when it comes out. Uh, I will not. As the least, it. as the as the least horny person imaginable. You want to stream it? Try it. I'll stream it on Discord. <laughs> awesome. That's weird. I don't like this. What's <laughs> no, the next it's, topic? It's, it's okay. I'll make sure to click the censored button or whatever. What's, what's, um, what's the next Portal topic? Two got an update. <laughs> I have a, I have an add on to this news when you're done. So Portal so Portal Two got an update. I it was just some like minor like I don't even know what the full patch was, but the more important thing was there was a bug fix to view the Super Eight trailer on Linux. Yeah. So now all you Linux. All you Linux viewers or players, you can watch the Super 8 trailer now. Rejoice. Do you hear that discount, Gumshoe? You can now watch this trailer <laughs> for this nine-year-old movie. So so the, the whole thing with this update, it, it, it actually is a pretty significant update for the game because uh, it, 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 uh, it puts the Vulcan renderer in it, so it makes the game look really oh. nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it does have a lot of funny stuff like that in it, like the... Uh, uh, like the Super 8 trailer. The Super 8 trailer is probably the funny, the funniest ones. The second one, the second funniest one is uh, is they removed the trading coming soon button. I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if any of you yeah, know this. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. But, but they, uh, <laughs> um, for those not in the know, uh, when Portal 2 came out, that was like the height of like the TF2 like hat economy stuff. Uh, and since Portal 2 had a co-op mode that you could play with other people, they were like, uh, fuck it, put a store in this game too. So you could buy, like, uh, hats and shit for, uh, for Atlas and Peabody, only seen in the co-op mode, uh, that you pay with, you pay real money for. Um, and, and there aren't, like, ways to actually get them without paying money like there is in TF2. Uh, for reasons I would hope are obvious, this, uh failed miserably the <laughs> no one wanted to buy like five dollar hats and stuff for or taunts or whatever for for their co- portal 2 co-op characters for like one other person to see and for for, for like one playthrough uh and, and there was a the you can you can like trade items in tf2 and that wasn't in the original portal 2 so they had this whole trading coming soon button for uh um uh 10 years that's the kind of stuff that i wish was like left in there for posterity to be fair it was left in there for a long time but yeah uh this is something cool i think about valve you know a lot of people you know valve gets a lot of shit reasonably so but you know they uh, who who else is who else is updating their 10-year-old video games hey i'll start hey valve fuck you for updating left for dead 2 <laughs> that update that that, um, that update that you let fans do no i'm talking about this that update that you let fans do broke mod support for that game oh true that happens a lot 
And it's not like there's a lot of mods on there that are like, these people aren't active anymore, so they're not going to make fixes for this new patch. You just kind of let them break everything. So now, like, half the mods people were using, they can't even use. And who wants to play vanilla Left 4 Dead in, in current year? I've never played Left 4 Dead. We're going to have this talk off recording tech. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to beat some sense into you. Left 4 Dead is cool. Hey, uh, speaking of Left 4 Dead, um, there was a uh, reveal trailer for Aliens Fire Team. Yeah, did you watch the gameplay video that they put out for it? Developed by Cold Iron Studios. Yes, I did. It is a Left 4 Dead-esque game, actually. Um, so this studio, Cold Iron, um, has been like sold like four times since their inception. Who the fuck is Cold Iron? They this mean? will be their first game. Uh, Cold Iron is uh, a bunch of like Cryptic Studios alumni uh, who are like like veteran developers. Uh, the thing is, is like Aliens Fire Team is like a Left for Dead type game. Everything Cryptic Studios made were like MMOs. So, you know, I hope it's good, but. <laughs> Like I said, this company has been sold to four separate companies in their lifetime, well, and they Aliens haven't put out a game. Have a, Aliens games have a track record of being very good, so I wanna I wanna be fair because like Aliens Colonial Marines has literally nothing to do with them. It's just like they now have to be better than Aliens Colonial Marines, which might I say is probably not hard. This game's not going to be better than Aliens Colonial Marines. Anyway, uh, I, I think that Cold Iron Studios is, is a studio that has a lot stacked against them based on their history. Not to mention the fact that Aliens Fire Team sounds like a Korean MMO. Yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> <It's> fun, <laughs> We're just know. punching down at this point. I Yeah, I don't think it's possible for us to punch down tech. Oh, contrary. We're punching up. We're only punching up. Um, yeah, so that's that's fine. Um, did you have anything else to say on Aliens Fire Team, Tabby? It looks like shit. It looks like <laughs> the worst four-player PVE game I've ever played. And I played a, I I played fucking Space Hulk. It looks all right. I'll try it out. Um, I'm <laughs> I, I, I'm going to look at it. Look, I'm I. The alien franchise doesn't work when you have more than one alien. I'm just going to be real. I quite liked the movie Aliens. Um, so eat that Aliens tabby. is fine. Aliens is fine. But compared to Alien? Nah, it's like, that's like, that's like a power. No, game. I mean, yeah, Alien Wait, is definitely. Aren't there two like... aliens in Alien? Or is it just the... Alright, never mind. It just grows up really fast. Never mind. Forget yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It, I feel like, you know, that's that's kind of the topic. Uh let's talk about the uh the 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 Pokemon, the Pokemon tech. Oh, okay, awesome. Um Pokemon, Pokemon games, everyone loves them. Uh they had a direct uh on the twenty sixth of of uh February. Uh it would be an understatement to suggest that people were not expecting a lot from this direct, considering the last time they had one of those, I think they announced the fucking Pokemon MOBA. But um, you know, I'm just gonna go out and say it. They did actually announce some some stuff at it, which is 
higher bar than what they did last time. So that's cool. Uh, of what it was, uh, like some other fucking Pokemon Go shit, whatever, who cares? Uh, but they, they showed off new Pokemon Snap. Uh, Based. Yeah, everyone loves Pokemon Snap. Uh, it Do looks they? pretty. Yes, I, I, I'm told Pokemon Snap is a great game. It looks really like the new Pokemon Snap game looks really good. I'm not going to lie. It does actually look good. I think that's due to impart the fact that it's not being made by Game Freak, but it's Bamco. It's Bamco, which is good. Uh, they announced Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes. Uh, what was it? It's like Shining Diamond and Glittering Pearl, I think is what they're called. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, might, pe- might be the other way around, but yeah, people are are mad because they the they they chibified the characters. They pe- begging, begging, and pleading for a Sinnoh remake for like six years now. The monkey paw, the monkey's paw has curled, and they have been given their Sinnoh remake, and it looks. I mean, it looks uh, like my Sims. It looks, it looks like, like my, my Sims. Sims. Ah, you know, I've seen people come. I've seen people come around and talk about because you know it's been like a week, so the knee jerk reactions are kind of gone, and uh, and, pe- and people are sort of looking at this more holistically, I guess. Where like they say, like, uh, you know, it's supposed to like replicate the original style of the games, and I, I see what they're I see what they're going for with that. My problem is that. Um, the, the fact it looks very faithful to the original DS games, but that's kind of the problem. The fact that I I have a almost direct comparison to the sprite based versions of these games, and the sprite based versions look way fucking better than these than these three D models. That's just that's just how I feel. It just yeah, pixels are out, old man. It's all about soft baby models. Uh, I I like I kind of like how the models look. I'm not gonna lie. Um. I, I think they're cute, and I have a soft spot for such things. So, I also won't play the game though because I don't own yeah. a Nintendo Switch. So, my opinion on this means nothing. I'm gonna buy it. I'm not gonna be happy about it, but I am going to buy it. You're the problem. Uh, if this if this was a uh, like Diamond and Pearl and Platinum, like I played through Platinum like once, and I didn't, I didn't. I didn't hate it or anything, but it's definitely not my favorite gen or anything. So, you know, I've never, I've never really been on the bandwagon of like Sinnoh hype, but you know, there is some cool stuff to look forward to with this remake. Like, uh, like we're, they're finally going to fucking add the Sinnoh Pokemon back after they cut them. That's cool. Uh, but, but really the main thing I'm looking forward to is the music. Cause, uh, cause gen four has some really, really cool songs, really great songs in it. Like, uh, Eterna City is one I really, really like. Uh, all I can say is, if they did this, if they do this to Gen Five, uh, I will be very upset. Uh, a brief aside. Oh wait, Gen Five is black and white, right? Yes. Are they doing darkest black and bl- bl- brightest light. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what, what, um, are we doing a gre- are we doing a Green Lantern arc? <laughs> <laughs> um. No, brief aside, before we, like, move from the Diamond and Pearl stuff, uh, my roommate, his name's Ephraim, and uh, he he was telling me, he's like, why can't we just, uh, why can't we just re-re-release Leaf Green and Fire Red, like, like, Burning Fire Red and, and Grassy Leaf Green? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like a re-remake, right? <laughs> I mean, that's not, is that not what Let's Go is? I mean, I no, it's say, not. Did you explain, but it's did you not, explain but yeah. Um, it's not really a remake of Fire Red, and not in like the same way. Uh, 
<laughs> no, that'd be pretty funny. Uh, especially since, like, um, I, I've come to this realization after seeing people talk about this for a while, but uh, Fire and Leaf Green are, like, pro- like kind of shit. Yes. Yes, they well, are. Not, I like, to, I, not like I, shit. I came to that conclusion during Nuzlocktober, and you all made fun of me. Look who's laughing now. Oh, there's, there's no evidence of that ever happening, so. True. True. It, it, I, I don't know. It's, like... They're for first of all, they they remade those games pretty fucking fast. It, it was not even like ten years, I think, since the original Red and Blue. So that's like kind of weird to me. Uh, and second off, like it, it just really doesn't add enough, I think, to make it a worthwhile experience. And you know, like it, it's definitely not as buggy as Gen One is, but at, at this point, Gen One, uh, Gen One's bugs are like almost legendary. You like you, you love you'll you'll. This part of the experience, you know, you love you love the bugs in Gen One. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, they were the first remakes, so I'm not really, I don't really care that much. Uh, everyone loves Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and I'm inclined to agree those are good too. They fucking struck gold when they made them anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't okay, matter. Pokemon, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, so this this game, you know, um, dare dare I say, dare I say, this game didn't look half bad. Uh, it's the Breath of the Wild Pokemon game that everyone had been begging for, uh, and the monkey's paw has curled again, because <laughs> it is a Breath of the Wild Pokemon game developed by Game Freak, exclusive to the Nintendo Switch, with all of the problems you can imagine. Nintendo indeed hired that man. Yeah, Nintendo hired that man, and then <laughs> hopefully they hire some other men to uh, optimize that game because holy God, shit the five the five fps chimeco it's gonna go um, down in history um no it's chingling the baby form of chimeco i i please get it right next time okay thanks i, I no, yeah, you're right pokemon game since after gen 3 so, yeah they're all bad after what are gen you 3. some kind of gen 1 boomer yeah <laughs> nice callback one could say. <laughs> um, I'm cutting that out I, of the podcast. You know, <laughs> yes, no, that's totally fine. <laughs> just, bleep, no, they, just bleep it out. They, 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 I, I was originally a lot more critical of this game because 5 FPS chingling, holy shit. But, uh, but the fact it has a, it has a release, just like a vague release date of 2022. So at the most, or at the least, it's a year out. So they have plenty of time to, uh, to like, to smooth this game out. Hopefully, hopefully a, uh, a Nintendo Switch Pro can maybe make this run a little better. I don't know. Uh, it's still Game Freak developing it. So that, that's a little weary. Uh, Fingers crossed it, it comes out looking... It comes out playing all right, looking all right, notwithstanding. Uh, the girl is cute. Everyone's drawn her on Twitter. Uh, such is Pokemon tradition. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about Pokemon, I guess. Um, I have I have one one minor thing to say on this. Oh, I like that they put Cyndaquil in. I like Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil-based. Um, they fix his fire. That's cool. I feel like the one guy at the arcade in the early 90s who went, you know, I just don't find Street Fighter 2 that fun. Like, because I did not enjoy my time with Breath of the Wild. Oh. And I, I was wondering where every this was going. single game, 
is just the, like the amount of Breath of the Wild likes that are coming out. I can think of like what Genshin Impact and this. Genshin Impact, this, their um, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Uh, I guess, uh, sure. Uh, th- there, there's some other ones that I'm blanking on, but there's enough that it is a subgenre now, and it's like, I, I just, I, I feel like an old person. I feel like a boomer. I liked, I liked Breath of the Wild. I thought it was pretty good. I played Breath of the Wild for an hour on my then roommate at the ex roommate you might say on my ex roommates uh nintendo switch on an airplane to boston to go see a csgo tournament um and for that hour that i was on the plane it was a very fun so i'm willing to say that breath of the wild is fun but anyway uh pokemon arceus uh part pokemon legends arceus uh it's uh to me for one it has dark souls roles I did, yeah, it's true. There were roles in it. It looks interesting enough, but, like, my biggest concern with that game is if what, like, I watched you doing in that trailer is what you do in that game, the core gameplay look loop looks very boring, and I'm very, like, curious to see, like, how they're going to remedy that, like, what additions they're going to make. Because if so- it's just, like, you running around in, like, open-world Pokemon catching wild Pokemon and, like, battling random wild Pokemon, that game is not going to be fun. There was, uh, there was, like, a leak a day before this Direct that pretty much that showed off. That was right, essentially, is what it was. It was right. It was a... And, uh, they... It, they talked about the combat in the game. Apparently, it's, it's like, it's real-time, turn-based or whatever, and that, like, uh, I, I've heard that it was described to be kind of like Chrono Trigger... And that, like, there's overworld enemies, and then it just seamlessly turns into a, a Pokemon battle. Uh, that could work. Uh, I think I think there needs to be, like, trainers or something. There needs uh, to like, be something else. Just literally yeah. any other, like, thing that you need to do or, like, want to do. Because I do not, like, the idea of just, like, walking around the, the Breath of the Wild land and just, like, being like, ah... That is a Rhydon. I will I will catch and or battle this Rhydon. Well, is not well, no, there's going to be appealing. There's going to be quests for you to do. Yeah, like, like catch five Rhydons. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get the uh, Very that's cool. how you get and, the, and, the And hey, you did you know you can import these Rhydons into Pokémon Home and then transfer them over to Sword and Shield? Hopefully, hopefully there's towns in this game. And the towns are... We saw town. We saw town. Oh, Game Freak's town? Little Town Hero? Shut up. No, there was one town in the in the trailer. Well, hopefully they're more fleshed out than the Sword and Shield towns. Don't doubt that there will be civilization in the game. It's just, you know, I, I, just, I just am worried. But also, I will not be playing this game because I do not own a Nintendo Switch, so... Hey, you, know. you got over a year to get one. Uh, I might... I might buy a Switch Pro when it comes out, depending on if it actually solves the Switch's issues. Those issues being that every game on it plays like shit. But oh yes. no, it won't. So <laughs> speaking of a Switch Pro, we got Switch Pro rumors again. Everyone, everyone, get your soy faces going because uh, because uh, apparently Nintendo is supposed is supposed to buy rigid OLED display panels from Samsung. 
for uh, their 7-inch 720p panels. Uh, mass production is supposed to start in June. This is most likely for a Switch Pro. Yeah, that's pretty cool. How how do we know that's for a Switch Pro, though? I mean, what else are they making? It, it literally could just be a revision that they decided that they, now that the OLED panels are probably cheaper, that they can buy those instead of the, uh, I'm assuming they were probably TN panels that they were using before. Oh, TN. No, they were definitely using LED. Were they IPS? IPS, right. It is a reverse. It's a reverse V. Or no, is it a reverse Vita situation? Yeah, because the Vita, the Vita, uh, the v- the first models of the Vita had the OLED, then they turned changed yeah. it to IPS because it was cheaper. Uh, I remember seeing somewhere. Oh my! I can't believe I can't find this anymore. I remember someone like this having th- this news coming alongside that. Yes, there are also supposed to be like hardware revisions. Uh, oh yeah, G- gaming giant aims oh my god but but yeah if it, if it is literally just an oled screen then yeah no that's 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 not gonna that's not that's not gonna really do anything uh so the the only thing i could see hardware revision wise uh, hardware revision wise to the switch that they might do is they might give it an hdmi 2.1 port on a dock they could also um the OLED, the OLED will drain the battery less, so they could they True. could uh, decide to uh, to take that as an opportunity to not uh, to increase the clock speed on the Switch because the uh, Nintendo Switch has an under is an underclocked uh, GPU, I think. Yeah, and you can you can get it to do some pretty cool stuff if you if you decide to just like not even just overclock it, just make it you know run at its normal clock speed it's not like amazing or anything but if it does improve the game's performances at the cost of you know obviously there's a reason why they don't want this thing to fucking cook hands when you're playing it portably but uh (laughs) i mean as someone who just bought a 4k oled uh i would like to see a 4k switch i know not a lot of people uh have 4k displays but if you've ever seen the nintendo switch uh, home menu on a 4K TV. Holy shit! It's bad. It looks blurry as shit. Games look alright though. Very cool. Uh, yeah. So that's the Pokemon uh, stuff and and the Switch Pro stuff. Yeah. I guess. Well, the the Pokemon Direct also just want to mention this because I was very annoyed. They just had this like 20 minute long like hype up like video before the vi- before the like direct started. They're like, is that when Post Malone started singing? Uh, I don't know. It was literally no, just like, this is Nintendo, and it's like going through all the fucking like, oh, dude, Game Boy, and then Game Boy Advance is like like transforming and stuff. I'm like, dude, this is like the most masturbatory shit I've ever seen. Please stop. I just want to see what you have to it's, show me. I, no, no, it's Nintendo. I know, but like... Uh, Pokemon, the Pokemon 25 stuff especially is very... I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm, I, I can't even be like mad at them because it's fucking Pokemon, and like they're they're like the biggest thing in the world so i I, honestly i want to say i they kind of deserve to be a little masturbatory but also fuck you i'm just saying where's john t kellogg when you need him true where is that guy who kellogg the cornflake the cornflakes guy the joke was either gonna land or it wasn't i i just i i just put two and two together so twitch has decided to celebrate women's history month yes with a uh, with 
Don't worry, Tabby. We'll go right through this, because cause we've been going on for fucking ever, and uh, I really don't have anything to say besides besides just point and laugh. Uh, they yeah. they just... Uh, first of March is Women's History Month. Um, this is the first I ever heard about this. <laughs> and uh, they, they decided to make this cool this cool little video talking about how, how Twitch is an inclusive women's space. Uh, cool and all that. That's fine. Uh, they... <laughs> They spelled women with uh, the X, right? W-O-M-X-N, Win-X-N. And uh, they got they got shit for it, and they got a lot of shit. Can I tag in? Well, I'm not trans, so yes. Cool. Here you go. All right. Uh, hey, Twitch, this is a term that was developed by... Uh... Uh, that was developed by TERFs that is used to uh, eradicate, not eradicate some, but it is eradication. Eradicate. It's, erasure is the word I think erasure, you're looking for. That's the word I'm looking for. Eradicate. It's the same shit in my mind. Um, where it's, this, this term is being used in a way to make it be like trans women aren't women. They're an entirely different group. And that's not what goal not the goal is about but that's not even what the goal of feminism is the goal of feminism the goal of, of feminism is equality and this is a way of separation and this is a really really shitty thing to do now i understand it is most likely a thing out of ignorance that happened because you're a you're a bay area company but at the same time you need to i don't know if they put out an apology they did but they did yeah cool it's very just, good um i i feel like it's one of those things where they're kind of out of touch with like they're trying too hard to be progressive and they're out of touch yeah based amazon so progressive yeah thanks amazon i can't even say thanks jeff bezos anymore because he's not like the ceo anymore he's just a he's just the primary uh uh what's the word when stockholder. they're on the, yeah stockholder that guy you can still say thanks jeff bezos people will know what you mean yeah. Bezos. So yeah, there's that. Um, I'm gonna like take your news because I saw this as well. Uh, David Scott Scott Jaffe made like a like really Whoa, really what the hell? You can't tweet. take this from me. It's it's mine now. <laughs> <sighs> Come on. You can talk about Whatever. it though. No, go ahead. So, so David Jaffe, I saw this. It was very funny. Um, he's just like. He makes a tweet that's like, hey, Steam does such a great job of making sure customers are satisfied. I've never been refused a refund. Um, and thus, I always put money back into Steam. And he posts this like screenshot of, of a cruelty squad-like thing. And he's like verbatim, oh man, it sucks to get trolled by your review section. I honestly thought I was buying some avant-garde, unique, artistic take on an FPS. Alas, Oh my god, what is this thing? Horrid. And for 20 bucks? Man, that's some expert level trolling. Starting to wonder if you guys should not police your review section a bit more. I love the ultimate freedom, but... Hmm. Anyway, can you guys please put the cash back in my Steam wallet so I can buy something else? Thank you, smiley face. I cannot believe this guy. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> How did how did this guy get into a big game industry role? This, oh, the by fuck? the way, this is the um this is the designer slash director of Twisted Metal God of War. Uh, original God of War. Original God of War. War. For at first, when I first heard about this, I thought this was I thought um 
because the tweet I found about I found out about this from just mentioned the creator of God of War. I was like, oh my god, did Corey Barlog shit on Cruelty Squad? Why did I think <laughs> that? Of course it was David Jaffe. Of course it was. This is insane. It, it, it's so weird because like, why would you? <laughs> Why would you publish this? Why do you have to make like a fucking like snide, snide like diss on this game just because you didn't like it? It's so weird. Yeah, it's very funny, very like grandiose, very, very self aggrandizing. Um, uh, David, listen, if you're listening, I, I know still, you're listening, I still, David. I still but- want to do like a God of War interview with you for my channel, though. I'm just, I'm just saying. Just don't put his name in the title, or anyone watch it. <laughs> uh, I just saw, I just saw. We'll talk about. We're not talking about this on the fucking podcast, Happy. I just saw that the uh, the developer of Cruelty Squad responded to this. Yeah, so, so when this first broke, I thought it was, like, the Cruelty Squad guy, like, taking a photo of the refund, because I don't know if the devs got, like, re- reasons for the refunds, but it was David Jaffe posting it. Yeah, like, like look he posted it himself. Look how epic I am. Ha- uh, for, for those not aware of what Cruelty Squad is, uh, I would definitely describe it as a uh, what the fuck did he call it? It's definitely avant. I would definitely. It's definitely an avant-garde, unique, artistic take on an FPS, and it's also horrid <laughs> in, in like a good way. It's a very weird game, uh, but it it's just so. This is like an indie dev. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> This is punching down. This is literally punching down. I know David Jaffe hasn't done anything in years, but still. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But also, I was going to say, this this might be punching sideways. Definitely, David Jaffe, please get in contact with me, please. Yeah, please, please, David Jaffe. (laughs) This really is nothing but good news for the developer, though, at the end of the day. Like, you know, got a lot of eyes on the game. Yeah. Everyone dunks on David Jaffe because everyone understands that this is, like, not something you do yeah it's i mean i feel like it's only like really like terrible punching down if people dogpile on the person you're punching down on uh which they did yeah so this I, that's I, I saw sort yeah. of the the opposite reaction of that actually a lot of the uh new blood development te- uh development guys all like went on twitter and were like no cruelty squad's actually really good and you should play it i saw spicy uh chicken god friend of the show uh stream this streaming a few days ago and uh, I've also watched like Vinny play it and stuff. It, yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a pretty cool game. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised that it's not a new blood game, honestly. And yet, I'm also not surprised. It's it seems like it, it's almost like a little too weird even for them. I'd, I'd say. Uh, I think Dave Oshry just didn't know about it, and that's why he wasn't able to throw money at, at it because that's definitely something he would have thrown money at. I th- I could have sworn I heard something about uh, that that they passed up on Cruelty Squad, but oh, did they? Maybe yeah. I'm mistaken. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything pulled up on that, so I don't know. Uh, what else? We yeah, got? this is just something I heard Spicy say. Uh, the I'll do the first. the The last one can involve all of you because it'll. Because uh, it, it, it's it's kind of a big story, but uh, the first one, you know, Epic Epic is hiring contract workers for Fortnite. You can work from remote. Uh, they they want they want people who are able to that understand the uh, the Fortnite world to write uh to write good lore for it uh start 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 uh start packing up your resumes folks i'd really like and maybe to you too chug jug can uh no yeah to chug no. jug with you <laughs> no 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 number one victory royale 
Uh, no, that's really cool, though. Uh, jobs for people who are having trouble, uh, especially during COVID time. Yeah. Uh, and next off, this is this is just from today. Uh, Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. They're being at the Smash Bros. Uh, Sakurai does this thing every time uh, a DLC character comes out where he just showcases the character in, in depth. It's very nice. Um, this one... This one was funny to me, not because he like showed off the character or anything. Like you know, that's fine and all. She looks; they look pretty cool. Like you know, Mithra's Mithra's fast and but weaker. And Pyra is like slower but stronger. And they kind of play like Zelda and Sheik from Melee, which is cool. Uh, what what I really liked about this direct was was pretty much everything outside of the actual character showcase, where you know he's he's back in his house because of uh, a stay at home order. Uh, he has his two fucking giant ass TVs. Uh, he just has these two, these two like very expensive uh, Xenoblade figures just on display the whole time of like Pyra and Mithra. Uh, I think they're like, I think they're le- like legit like three hundred dollars each or something like that. They're very nice figures, but like at the end of the at the end of the showcase, he's just like talking about them. As well. So which one do you prefer? Personally, I prefer Pyra. She's just really strong. And he just looks at the figure and like her ass is literally like pointed <laughs> right where he's looking. He's like, she's very strong. Yeah, no, That's the reason I like, he's her. like I really anyway. love Pyra, you know, as a fighter. It's just like he is so <laughs> mask off horny. It's so it's so funny. It's, it was really funny. My Sheer and I cannot be in this game because Smash Bros. is in a game for good boys and girls. <laughs> yeah, the good boys. No, it's okay. They put skin rule. they put skin tight pantyhose on on these these incredibly horny character designs. That's fine, right? Apparently Sarah <laughs> agrees. It's very it's very funny to see him just be like randomly like mask off horny, especially like considering yeah. the yeah, considering the the like my my uh, what the fuck's her name? My Shiranui. Yeah, my my and I comments. My as, wait, wait, is it Shiranui or I always saw Shiranui? It might be. I don't know. I just know her as my. Yeah, Tabby, you're the fucking fighting <laughs> game player. Yeah, How do you not know this? I didn't start playing KOF games until KOF. like last year. I haven't played any of them, and I know it's Shiranui. Yeah, because you look at more doujins than I do. Oh, I've never seen. Anyway, there was another thing that Sakurai said in the direct that I thought was funny was that he was like he he was talking about the figures and themselves and how he uses them. Uh, he he they he uses them to like model the characters accurately. Just like gets like figures for all sorts of characters. Uh, I think he like literally said this uh, that. They use, did, did I just write this in the notes, <laughs> or know. did he actually talk? Did I, he actually I heard other people like, talking say about that he wanted Twitter, to get so the? He did say it. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, yeah. He he got these he got these really expensive Pyramithra figures, so 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 he could get the feet right. He needed to get the feet right for them. A very crucial part of the character design. They're bare feet. Oh no, not that part. I was talking about the second sentence. Oh, I have no oh, idea. Well, I, now it's out. I have no idea if that second part's true. Okay. Allegedly, <laughs> the, the, the actual, the actual funny, the, the the other funny thing is, uh, he he talked about how, like, yeah, he has, we have figures for like all the characters. They help, uh, they help our team model them. I even, I even have figures for unreleased characters. I keep them locked in my work drawer, and I love like little tidbits like this that just kind of like give you a small peek behind the curtain. So now we know that Sakurai has figures of the remaining two characters 
And his death. Potentially. And he locks it. He fucking locks it. Potentially more. Why would he do that? Potentially for the other characters as well. For the uh, for if there's another season pass, we could uh, we could recreate oh God, the Area yeah. 51 raid, but Sakurai's apartment. I can't believe he locks it though, because like everyone at his team knows what they're working on. So why does he lock it? I think I don't know. I think it's in for. It's for the janitor. He doesn't trust the janitor. Well, yeah, or it could just be some random person who gets into his office and takes a photo that's not on the the Smash team or whatever. Ah, uh, fair enough. Like, there, there's enough. That's, there's enough that's reason. still funny. It's very funny. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, there is the possibility that he just said he locks it and he just doesn't. True. Yeah, it could be a misdirect. So we could. So, so we should go all the way to uh, wherever Sora Limited is and uh, and and see if we can see if we can figure out. Uh, if Dante's in. The, the Journalism Not Guaranteed podcast does not condone any actions that you take based on the information you were just given. However, we will report on it. Yeah. We will. All right. Uh, so that's all your news, right, Tech? Yeah. Uh, they had some, like, Mii Fighter costumes, too. Like uh, like Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins and the Monster Hunter uh, armor. I know people were kind of excited for maybe a monster hunter fighter so this is kind of a this is a pretty big de- confirmation for them personally uh i mean like people don't really uh, the, the way i see it is like people play monster hunter for the monsters not for like the creative characters so i never really understood why people wanted the monster hunter well, guy it's because it. they they want it for the weapons they want to be able to do their their cool weapon techniques that they do oh we'll just play byleth then all right so we're gonna move on um <laughs> Yeah, there's only one more story left. And I also have notes on that if we want to. Yeah. Uh this is one's this one's kind of weird. This one made a lot got a lot of like did a lot of twists and turns. Uh the Sinking City uh game by developer Frogware uh got taken off. It got taken off of Steam a little while ago because of a dispute with the publisher. And uh on the 26th or something, it literally it just got uh, it just got put back on Steam without their knowledge. What, what, something. Uh, not only was it put back up without their knowledge, uh, their their logo in the opening credits of the game were, was literally patched out, like cut out <laughs> of the game. Now, as as a note, you can still buy a DRM free copy of this game through Frogware's website directly. So, but there's more to the story, right? There, there is. So. When this happened, um, this was after some middling reviews. I believe Mandalore Gaming did a video on it and was like, yeah, it's all right. It does some cool Oh, they got things. bombed the hell. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about when the game came out. When the out game originally first. came out. Um, the Frogware, then when it was re-released, uh, uh, unaware of the de- developers, they put out a tweet that said, do not buy this game we did not put this version of the game out and due to how steam auto does their like they're like people talking about this on twitter algorithm that was the first thing you saw when it loaded so it was like so people were like oh oh this isn't this isn't an, this is an issue and then the sinking city publisher put out a statement uh that you can't read anymore by the way oh it does just, just brings you to a 404 Oh, wait, no, it says it's unavailable in my region, maybe? Weird. Uh, so, basically, it was it was like, we're still trying to work with them, and we're very upset with how they're, acti- how they're acting in this situation as we're trying to resolve this, like, professional. It was a really shitty, like, 
thing and i, I um and it's then kind of your run-of-the-mill statement, there are some really. minor yeah. updates that happened uh on uh this is all per ign uh who they've apparently been talking with the developer and with the publisher um frogware did confirm that they filed a dmca takedown request onto the steam page yeah they dmca'd it uh no there was so actually I, an update uh, that, and that's where it stands right now right um so the sinking city oh, publisher, released a statement saying that it was uh that them filing the dmca and and the allegations of game piracy in regards to this uh, of them you know uploading an unauthorized copy uh is unjustified accusations and accuses uh the developer of sabotaging the publisher so now they are launching a suit against them so this is really this is really hard like uh i i know that like the uh you know like my knee-jerk reaction is obviously the side with the developers but i feel like we really don't know a lot about this yet even still there's a there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff this isn't dangan entertainment so it's not very clear that the the person who runs that is shitty and scams people out of their games shout outs to dangan yeah i mean you know hopefully we'll have more to say about it on the next episode Hopefully. hopefully what else we got yeah, this is this is definitely gonna be an ongoing story. Yeah, Tabby, I think you're the one with, with news left. Yeah, I'll, if it's not like huge, I'd like to try to hurry up through it a little bit though. Yep, it'll this will be quick. Don't worry. Uh, OSSC, uh, or sorry, not OSSC. Right, the RetroTank 5X uh, is able to swap between uh, 2040p and 480i without losing signal through a capture card, which is huge in this in the realm of capturing upscaled retro games. This will be the the, the it's only no through some like weird out of can do production that. like like components from the 90s that you can get this to work kind of. So if this works, this is huge, and that will be now in my opinion the go to over the OSSC, depending on other feature productions and all that. But we'll we'll have to see when that comes. For, um, for those who don't know that these these are both like upscalers yes. uh, for like Thank retro you. consoles. Yeah, plug them into your HDTV with no input lag. Yeah, D- didn't you say that there was like a PS2 upscaler, like a PS2 specific upscaler that was coming out? Maybe, mm, maybe not specific, no? but one that was supposed to be like. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. I don't I, remember. I think that's supposed to be the OSSC Pro. I think they're supposed to be doing some stuff that are designed around the PS2, but we don't know anything about the OSS. OS, uh, um, That'd be nice. Uh, that would that would be a reason to buy an OSSC. I'll, I'll cover every, the last two things that I have very quickly. Um, Artifact is dead. Ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Rip. Ha. It's... Uh... It, it, technically, it's 2.0 that's dead, right? Well, they, they officially to, said they're not uh, the original making any more updates. It's free to play. To yeah, I, I mean, eventually you just have to oh, okay. pull the proverbial plug, right? Yeah, if you if there's probably someone who has a good history of what happened to Artifact Online, I would try to find that. If I find something, I'll hopefully Matt McMuscles makes a what happened on it. <clears throat> no, because um, th- this game had a lot of issues of uh what of how it was marketed on pre-release then compared to release because it was supposed to be a free-to-play game and then they were charging you twenty dollars when it came out and they didn't really tell you that was happening so um and the last thing that i have and this is a slightly bigger one the new game plus expo happened today um this is a really bad japanese event 
that happens. Uh, it's basically like a Nintendo Direct, but for you know companies like uh, n- like uh, Nisa and uh, Arxis and Axis were there. Um, no Atlas. So no Atlas. No. Uh, both Silver Case games are coming to Switch. They had PC and I think PS4 ports, but they're now going to be on Switch, and they're getting limited run copies, I believe. So is uh, No More Heroes, by the way. Yep, no more heroes and no more heroes two are getting limited run versions. Um, Pocky and Rocky Reshrined is apparently a remake of some Japanese game that I've never heard of, but it's going to be in English and it looks really cool. It's like a co-op bullet hell. How have you never heard of Pocky and I don't Rocky? Know. Do I look like somebody who plays old Super Nintendo games? Don't answer that question. Well, I've heard of Pocky and Rocky. Um, there's a Among Us visual novel being released. Yes. <laughs> don't call it that come on no you were on a spaceship and i've there was seen an it i know what it is i know it does it, it's sucks. not fair it's a not it, uh, they showed this at an indie show uh, like a nintendo indie showcase and i was like oh this is like among us yeah. <laughs> apparently it got really crazy good reviews that, on that's what uh, people in, are saying the people are saying what, what is good, the game called again uh gnosia g-n-o-s-i-a among us okay Kenosha, Kenosha, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say this verbatim in the notes. Keiji Inafune, give me my money back, you son of a bitch. Uh, he's releasing Gunvolt 3. Uh, I'm still mad about Mighty Number no. 9. Wait, he is? I thought, it, is Comcept working on Gunvolt yes. 3? Really? I believe so. Isn't it just... Um... Uh, oh my I god! Like, I, Inti, I, 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 thought, I thought it was just Inti I, I don't know for sure, but Keiji Inafune directly owes me money for Mighty Number no. Nine. That's how bad it's gotten. But he doesn't have anything to do with Gunvolt. That's just Inti Creates, who also made Mighty Number no. Nine, notwithstanding. Yeah, um, but, you know. but he's all, he's working on Gunvolt Three. He was there talking okay. about it specifically. Oh, okay. He was yeah, there. He was there right. talking about it. I, I I just I've never played a Gunvolt game. I assumed he had worked on all of them. Um. Uh. Like an anime fan on prom night. I'm going to butcher this name. Yomi, uh, Yomiwo Sakuhana is a, um, I don't even know. It, it's, a, it's a 3D dungeon RPG, which is like, it has the chance of either being great or terrible, more towards the the latter. Um, and it's got this really cool, like, like guys in suits where like putting on like knight's gauntlets and wearing swords and stuff. Oh, like the Turks. <laughs> so we're gonna move on um fuck yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know tabby this 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 event seems kind of cool there's a new Bla- blaster master game tech you've i feel like you've played those games feels very tech core uh i've played very little right, well there's a there's a, the third one uh poggers i i played the first one uh, on switch because it was a launch title i played it for like an hour it was all right uh soul nomad and phantom brave are being ported to the switch what are those as like full remakes they're apparently like uh uh nipponichi software like ps2 psp games that are like rpgs that are really loved oh, that's cool like i when I, I, I had the twitch chat open and everybody was just like pogging when they were revealing those so you love to see it um uh, they showed, and then the last thing is Arxis showed off uh, Anji and Eno for Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, Anji, I don't know enough about Anji to really tell what he's doing. That's it's the like samurai guy, right? Um, but no, Anji has like something. fans. No, and he has Anji like, like is... a butterfly that he shoots out made out of energy. He's a really cool character. You should play. You should all play Plus R. It has real back. 
Yep, and you can usually get it for like three dollars. Is he like a new character? He's a returning. Nope, he's a returning character from uh, from the uh, Accent Core franchise. But did they just reveal him? No. They no, revealed him not. in beginning of January, but this is the first gameplay we've seen of him. Okay. Now i i have a screen I have a screenshot from January where I said uh, I can't wait to find out if Anji is shirtless or not. Is he shirtless? No, and he's not he's shirtless. Kind of, kind of. He's like half. Shirtless. Uh, he wasn't in the new he's beta. That's enough. why I didn't know him. They also they also showed off they also showed off Eno, um, who is the final the boss character of the game. Uh, I know a little bit more about this character because I get shit stomped. I was getting shit stomped by her, by a local player. God, I love to get shit stomped by Eno. Uh, same. What? Um, Eno is going to be a good character in this game. I just will tell you that right now. A lot of her stuff that is good is still in the game. I'm pretty sure she still has a frame one super. Or sorry, frame zero super. So, like, I don't know. That character is going to be very interesting, but we have to wait till we get our hands on them. Uh, then they did a bunch of interviews. This game looks really cool. I didn't watch any of them except for the Arxis one. Uh, the only important things they said are uh, due to the delays that they gave earlier that day to Guilty Gear Strive, they are going to. Uh, they're looking into doing a second open beta, which is great. That game's very good. Nice. Uh, and. Uh, they are looking at implementing rollback netcode into their other titles, which has resulted in every single person who plays anime fighting games going, okay, we're going to take our favorite fighting game and we're going to make a hashtag. <laughs> um, I am here for Blaze Blue and for Undernight Inmirth. I need those games to have rollback netcode. Uh, uni, preferably. I hope they do. I hope they do Blaze Blue like the first Blaze Blue. You mean CT? Yeah. No, not C- Chrono. Uh, Chrono Phantasma. No, CT was the first one. Wait, Calamity Chrono- Trigger was yeah, the first Cala- one. Yeah, Calamity Trigger. Yeah, the first. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. No. Um, Calamity Trigger. Pretty sick. That's the one I played the most of. That's why I'm saying this. That, that game's not great. No, it's uh, it's great. And shut your shut your mouth, Tabby. Anyway, what else we got? That's everything. That's everything. That's everything. That's a that's the news. Oh my god! The news. It only That's took everything us two fucking it's been hours. Two hours. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, god damn. But we still have one other thing we need to talk about. One other thing? We have to go back to the past. Samurai Jack. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> no, Tabby is one hundred percent right because the news of this week is done. But what about the news from years gone by? Let's all step into our whatever the fuck. They use in safety not guaranteed to travel back in time, and let's uh, so I, let's go back in time. I that movie today. It's a boat. It's a boat. All right, let's all get let's all get into the cringe boat <laughs> and go back in time. The cringe boat. Um, all right. Uh, who? Well, you know what? Fuck it. I'll start. I'll fucking start. Uh, in 2011, uh, in this week, uh, Saints Row Three got a name. Uh. It's this is uh this is the week that it was officially known as Saints Row the Third. Uh, have any of you either of you played Saints Row the Third? Uh, that's the one that's like real goofy, right? That's when that's when that's what the this is the one where the series started to get real goofy. Yeah, yeah. It's not as goofy as four, but it is it is uh wacky. It's wacky, haha. Yeah. And um, what was it? My my little brother fucking loves this game. He he played it all the fucking time personally. Uh, I played a little bit of it. It was cool. You know, Kanye West's power is in it. That's cool. I like that. Uh, I also had some cool weapons in TF2. Of course. Uh, I, I'm more of a fan of, of Saints Row 2. 
Uh, that's the one I probably played the most. Yeah, that seems to be the consensus. That was back when like Saints Row was still trying to be Grand Theft Auto. It, it still had the veneer it was, that it was trying to be Grand Theft Auto. And it's still better than any Grand Theft Auto game. Uh, citation needed, but uh, continue. Known open world game hater, Tabby Nickel. Okay, cool. What, what do you got, Tabby? All right. Uh, Cliff Blazinski retroactively owning himself in the past. Oh, this is a good uh, one. On, on March 3rd, uh, 2011, oh. Uh, he's... Oh, you want to say something? Yeah, before we go into this, who is Cliff Blazinski? Okay. So Cliffy B, or Cliff Blazinski, was the lead director of Gears of War, the very good third-person shooter franchise of the 7th gen of consoles. 7th gen? 6th gen? 7th. I've always been... 7th? Yeah. I was on 360. Yep, I'm bad at generations. It's okay. Um, Cliffy B is an asshole. Um, Notorious. And, Notorious Actually. and is also uh, notorious for a little game that you might remember known as Lawbreakers. Yes. Uh, Lawbreakers, uh, he is quoted on camera saying, you know, we're not going to be the biggest. We're not going to be the second biggest. We're shooting for third. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that like, sounds humble. But it, like, that's, it contradicts every single interview he's had. He had about the game at the same E three show. He said that didn't wasn't he responsible for another game that died? Cliffy like B? yeah, he's been responsible. Radical for Heights. A lot of yes, yes. Uh, I'll stand by this as well. Radical Heights is the best uh, battle royale game that's ever been made. Uh, well, two, I two it. Dead. Yeah, because it was only alive for a month, but me and uh, a couple of friends played it uh, like religiously when it came out. It was because it, it was the right combination of like Fortnite cartooniness to PUBG feeling good gunplay. Um, but I digress. Um, yeah, Cliffy B basically in this entire article and it's an interview uh, and he talks about how um, uh, what's the exact quote? Why don't we do PR more? The truth is internet trolls are assholes and publishers don't want it. Um, no, Cliffy B, people will just call you out for your bullshit and you happen to have a you happen to have a popular game franchise when you were talking about this, but now that you don't, people can make fun of you and you just have to take it. Please, please read the paragraph. You end up like David Jaffe. Please read the paragraph that follows that, though. I think it's important that you read the paragraph. You are forming a band here, and you are the front man. If you are the face of the company, you have to stay humble. You don't want some Metallica monster thing going on here. It's not just your game. It's the team's game. And if you are fortunate enough to become visible and you meet a fan, you shake their hand and thank, and you thank them. <laughs> no, I, I, that was actually an issue was there was a lot of like, I almost feel like this might be in direct like correlation to um indie game the movie because oh like i can't believe it's an episode in and we're bringing up indie game the movie because <laughs> you know a lot of those people oh no it couldn't be it was uh, a year before it so uh we don't have to worry about indie game indie game movie came out in 2011 right yeah at least per a quick google search but yeah uh cliffy b um yeah very funny just thought it was good. um so <laughs> i've got 
Let me see here. Let me, let me see exactly what the date is. Um, you have one small thing and, like, one really big thing. Yeah. And obviously we save the... We, we do the morsel first, even though that's not what we did in the beginning of the show. Uh, <laughs> March 2nd, 2005, uh, three three days ago, or two days ago, fucking time zones, two days ago, uh, <laughs> as of this recording, um, they, they the, the ESRB released... E10 plus uh everyone 10 and <laughs> older uh which is like just like a really weird rating system um they were like talking about how like yeah like they want racing games to be e but like if the racing game has like pretty bad crashes maybe we'll make it like 10 plus <laughs> like what are you talking it, about e10 is probably it is definitely the weirdest um the weirdest yeah. of the ratings that exist now like i guess adults only is kind of weird but that's only weird in the fact that like no game gets rated that yeah and it's like it's like except for subverse oh, of course like like a superhero game like that could be like an e but like if it's like a game where the superhero is like fighting it's like an e10 and it's like yeah it's the weird aversion to violence you put, in general you, you, you I, put you put cartoon violence in e-games like what <laughs> i think it's just i think it's because games started getting more realistic looking and this is just how they decided to respond to it because like yeah. it, it, it you know it's one thing in like yoshi's island where you're like you're throwing eggs at, at creatures and like beating them in the skulls and they pop and disappear because you know like it's like a, it's like 16 bits like it's it's like sprites you know there, there's enough there's enough of a disconnect there to make it a uh e for everyone game although i guess at that point it was a k k to a kids to adults does i remember that one no that would have been it, a, before that, e oh yeah before e k to a yeah it was k to a kids to adults uh but but yeah like you know i wasn't like shadow the hedgehog one of the first ever games to get e10 i think so and it's because it was it was a sonic game that had guns that's like the perfect game to get an e10 i think it really is yeah no this is like definitely like this is just more of like we're scared of video games for our children we need to we need to do something yeah, about this is this. also the peak of uh the jack thompson stuff as seen in a uh, control delete the animated series <laughs> yeah um, you can't make me so yeah that's 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 interesting enough uh what else you got tech uh, I have a couple things I could pick from, but um, yeah, you, you know what? Oh, fuck it. I'm gonna, this one, this one is my favorite. This one's actually my favorite story. The Resident Evil Four Chainsaw Controller is releasing worldwide. It was announced. Yeah. It was announced uh, sometime this week. And oh, fuck, I don't remember the exact date. And back in two thousand and five. Uh, I don't know. Uh, for those unaware. Resident Evil 4, when it came out, Resident Evil 4 was a very big deal game for Capcom. And uh, and to help promote it, all right, March 4th is when this was announced. Uh, that in the, they are, oh my God, sorry, let me start over. The fucking Resident Evil 4, big deal game. Uh, Capcom was really pushing for this game to be a big success. So they had this, this controller, this third party controller that it was it was for the GameCube and then later the PS2. It looks like the chainsaw from the game. It's like miniature sized. You can you hold it like a chainsaw and you have and it literally just has game like controller buttons on it on it. Yeah. Like you can both you sides. can pull the uh you can pull the yes. little thing to to pull up your menu. 
Yeah, it's it the there's a there's a fucking ripcord and it functions as the start button. I'm pretty sure oh it's so God. fucking cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. It's super cool. Also, fun fact: uh, stop skeletons from fighting. Also known as the happy video game. Wait, is that? Is that uh, he doesn't like being called that. No, but yeah, he doesn't. But you know, he made a good fine. video on this. Sorry, Derek. He, I'm sure. Sorry, oh, we can call him Derek, but not the happy video game nerd. Good videos, anyway. Derek. Keep him up. <laughs> So, uh, fun thing about that is I actually saw a tweet from him today because I follow him on Twitter. Uh, and somebody, some people were like claiming that the, uh, the RE4 Chainsaw Controller's ripcord does not work on PS2 Slims. And he just makes a video of him with a PS2 Slim playing Resident <laughs> Evil 4. He pulls the ripcord and it works. He's like, see, it works on Slims. And that's it. <laughs> well, well, that's that's one thing. The the At least that's one one debunked rumor about the PS2 Slims. Now, can it play Jack X? Can uh, it, pa- we'll can find it pause out. in Jack X? Can it, can, yeah, can you use the ripcord to pause in Jack X? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, th- this... um. The distributor, or, or like he, the the creator actually uh, of this of this controller was this company called a uh, oopsies was this company called a uh, newbie tech. Uh, they they actually made a shit ton of uh, of controllers for Capcom. They made like a Street Fighter one, but uh, one I knew in particular was uh, was this one that they advertised on the back of of the Mega Man X collection. Uh, for a Mega Man X controller, and now this controller, even as a kid, and I like loved Mega Man X. This controller did not look good. It looked cheap as shit. Now let me let me pull up a picture of this fucking thing. Oh my god. Uh, here. And the picture will be in the show notes. Yeah, picture oh, in the yeah, show wow, notes. Oh wow, that is disgusting. The, this thing, <laughs> it's it's like got that like translucent cheapo plastic, not like the cool atomic purple plastic, but yeah, but but like the two thousands example. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think uh, this ad is really funny though. It's like now he's got his own controller. Oh no! So fucking sick. This controller blew me away. Says Sigma. Arf, I want one. Zero. <laughs> Why is he a dog? Oh my god. This is way funnier than that. I'm so glad I picked this story <laughs> so I could talk about this. It, it you also this this is a weird pet peeve of mine, but it uses the Mega Man X8 art for X. Uh obviously it makes sense. It was the most recent game at the time, but I do not like this key art of X. His eyes are too far apart. Do not that's, think they look good. That's a very like Sonic Arms type complaint of you to have yeah but it's a legitimate one <laughs> all right what, what else you got tabby nope yeah no you don't have you don't want to say anything else nope well shit we went okay. back in time just for that all right sure so i guess that just leaves us with uh my last thing which is uh on march 4th the year 2000 uh came a little thing called the PlayStation 2. Very cool. Um what's amazing about this is um some for somehow this completely slipped our minds when we were preparing for this podcast. Like well, it, it I for some reason we didn't think to look up when the fucking PlayStation 2, you know, the whole conceit of Null's channel came out. 
well, to see was, if maybe we could get an easy win. That was the, the Japanese release date, because we're all still ingrained in the October release date. Of yeah, yeah that's true. It, it is the Japanese release date, the PS2, but you know what? Fuck it. That's like, that, that honestly feels like the more important. Yeah, I mean, the PS2, it, it, it was just, like, it's in my opinion, the, the greatest console to have been made, um, besides the Ouya, but... <laughs> Uh yeah, it's it's really cool. Like they they were doing a lot of cool stuff. Like those controllers that you're talking about, like the RE4 chainsaw controllers, like just weird, like interesting, unique controllers were just like blowing the fuck up like all over the place on the PS2, like as it came out. Yeah. Well, I- like there there's just so many like interesting things, just like weird keyboard controllers. You could play like MMOs on it. Like it was just like gaming as we knew it during that time was just fucking like expanding like it like a fucking like like a star just exploding and it was it was it was, really it was cool. very brave new world territory. and also like just the games that were releasing for it i i feel like it was probably one of the biggest growths of like originality in games since like the the nes and like the uh, that that whole era like uh, yeah, the, the I'd say drive. so until like until indie until like the whole indie boom started. Yeah, an interesting thing about um, the PS2, uh, which actually is in regards to its launch in NA, is that um, <laughs> the Japanese government was like really really trying to like stop them from releasing it like worldwide because oh my, like what. They were they were afraid that like people were going to use the PlayStation 2's like emotion engine to like like guide missiles and shit and they would be basically oh like God. selling weapons to foreign nations. But you know that literally happened with the PS3. <laughs> it did sure happen it did. with the PS3, but like it was just like so like weird and unheard of with the PS2 cuz it's like the power of the emotion engine could theoretically be used to guide missiles into our territory so we need to like be really careful about selling this technology to other countries and in reality it was just used for fantavision yeah uh, god damn it she beat me to it i was gonna mention that fantavision is like miss is like launching guided missiles but <laughs> it's just the movie war games but they're playing fantavision dude fun for the whole family um <laughs> yeah no uh, i think they tried to like rig a bunch of ps2s together to like try to do it at some point just because this story come out came out and people were interested in trying it but it it didn't like you could use it for military applications but it just had so many issues like that it, it, there's no point yeah but yeah uh what was um what was everyone's first ps2 game or like uh, a couple of the firsts, uh, or like when did we all get PS2s? I got PS2 like, is definitely like pretty late in it into its life cycle. Um, I I think like Need for Speed Underground Two was one of the games that I like particularly remember playing a lot when I was young, and I remember like Need Need for Speed Underground Two had a demo for burnout three on it which i like i like need for speed underground too it's a very good like rpg game right but like uh burnout three i was like dude this is awesome i love burnout three it's too bad i don't own burnout three so i sat there and played the demo 
over and over and over again until like finally my parents were like, son, we got you the Burnout 3 you wanted. <laughs> and I played that game has like, Burnout 3 has an excellent soundtrack. It has like very fun gameplay. It's, it's like super good. I don't even like racing games that much and it's just so good. I know that's a little like side tangent from the story or the, the question you asked, but wow. Whew, what a game. So I genuinely could not tell you what my first PS2 game is. I don't know when I got it because I was young. I would have been like six when we got it. Um, The first one I remember is SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. Oh my god! Very uh, good you game. had to mention that game. Yeah, fuck it. All right, I was when I was a kid, I wanted SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom because I love SpongeBob, obviously. And uh, uh, I don't know if I begged my mom for it. I probably did. And uh, one day she gets me the game. It's like fucking awesome. Let's play it. It's the PC version. Oh no! Yes, <laughs> I, I also had the PC version of it. The PC version of Battle for Bikini Bottom is not like. The uh, the other versions of the game that were on GameCube and stuff. It is like a point and click mini game collection. So when I, all the time I was playing this, I was like, "So when am I gonna get to like slide down sand hills as Sandy?" You don't. It doesn't happen. Yeah. So I so I have like no attachment to Battle for Bikini Bottom. I did, however, play the movie game a lot, and the movie games mm-hmm. is made by the same devs. It's pretty much just a more linear version of Battle for Bikini Bottom. It's actually pretty fucking good. So. You're the only person that I've ever talked to, Tech, that has played the PC version of Battle for Bikini Bottom. Kindred Spirits. Uh, did you play? Have you played the PC version of the movie game? No. Well, let no, me tell I had you the actual version of that. Because uh, I only had the PC version of it, and it's just the same as the PC version of Battle for Bikini Bottom. <laughs> that was that was the time when a lot of like when when uh, I mean, obviously there were like actual PC games, but like. You know, multi-plats, they usually just, like, didn't fucking care about PC ports in that regard, I guess. I don't know. It was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just Nickelodeon, because I also had a cat dog game that was, uh... It wasn't the collection of minigames, but it was definitely very, uh, rudimentary. It was something like Quest for, the, Quest for the Golden Hydrant or something? I don't know. I don't even like cat dog. Uh, <laughs> How do you not like cat dog? Easily. The... My, um... I I don't remember when we got the PS2 exactly. I think it might have been 2001 or 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got it for Christmas though, and uh, the the game uh, PS2 didn't come with games, right? No, not that I know. No, of. all right. So so then my parents bought Ratchet and Clank separately. Then so I guess technically Ratchet and Clank is the first game I played. Or the first game we had for the PS2, but I barely, if ever, played it. Uh, my brother, older brother, played it a lot, and uh, he got very mad at it because he was bad at it because he was like eight. But um, <laughs> uh, I think one of the first ever PS2 games I remember like actually playing playing was uh was Dark Cloud. I remember uh, that was a very that was a game we got very early on, and my brother would play it a lot too. I'd mostly just watch him, but I did play it a bit. And uh, Dark Cloud is one of my favorite PS2 games, even if I acknowledge that it's pretty, it, it's, 
it's very clunky. It's a very clunky game. I think it was like billed as a uh, as a Zelda killer, and it definitely isn't that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's like its own thing. But I would love, I would love if they did something with Dark Cloud. Uh, but they probably won't, because Sony sucks, and Level Five doesn't do anything. So Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud Two were released as a part of the the PS2 on PS4 collection. They were. That was the last time I played it. So it's at least like known to sony that those games exist and people like them so maybe yeah but they like they like re-released eternal ring on ps4 as well they They also re-released yeah now we're making elden ring they released they re-released siren onto onto ps4 they really just dropped that whole like initiative though i think there's only like what 14 ps2 games they really should have kept doing that it's because i it's because i think all the developers went hey instead of just selling our the old games again why don't we just remake them or just like put them in an emulator box and sell it for 40 bucks yeah well not enough of them did that i think they were just trying to dip their toes into the like we like shop shit you know what i mean or like yeah like just whatever nintendo was doing it's just like we could try that out and it probably didn't work very well for them and they're like yeah why don't we just it was not? apparently a bitch to add like trophies trophy functionality into those games and yeah. uh i hear that they don't even emulate that good on the ps5 so th- that's an issue that just ha- that sony has had because like the ps1 on ps3 thing was was a pretty big success in terms of people buying the games but they don't emulate well at all onto them they don't? No. I remember don't. playing a couple of them thinking that they play fine. Like, I played Symphony of the Night that way. They... Oh, sorry, not PS1. The PS2 on PS3 games. Oh, yes. No, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I heard about that. Although, I played Katamari Damacy that way. But if you're cool like me and you and you have a you have a launch model PS3, you can just play them and it runs it off the native PS2 inside of it. And it's really cool. Abby, your PS3 has the emotion engine. It does. Can we talk about and, how fucking awesome the, the emotion US engine as a name is? <laughs> yeah, because it has the emotion engine and the cell. Yeah, they just don't they they don't come up with cool names for their for their processors anymore. That's my that's my real problem with new consoles. So True. Sony Sony there what what's in the PS4? AMD card? Oh my god! Fuck off! Put, put something put like the cell processor. That's a cool name, even if it's a nightmare. What about blast processing? I blast don't processing ta- I don't is fake, ta- but it's also cool. Blast processing. <laughs> Sega Saturn had quads. Hello. The Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo One chip. Yeah, the the Mode Seven. The Mode Seven. Hello. Uh, they just don't come up with cool gimmick names anymore. They just they just tell us what's in these things. This this has been a great podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for coming. I just want I just wanted to talk about how cool the emotion engine is. Thank you all. Thank you all for listening to Journalism Not Guaranteed, the pilot episode to our games news podcast. And uh see y'all next time when or I come up time. with a or last time when we come up with a cool uh end phrase for this awesome little podcast. Hey, do you guys want to go back to your hometown and fuck a MILF? Is that the plot of the movie? Part of it. I need to watch the movie actually. Well, well, don't. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Don't spoil it. Well, it's it, it's it, it's a it's a part of the plot in the sense of the the whole time travel portion is really just a rom com.